Welcome to the Positively Star Wars Senate Podcast. This is Obi-Wan Kenobi. May the Force be with you. Looky, looky, Simitai. He's a Jedi arriving. And welcome to the February 2022 episode of the Positively Star Wars Senate podcast. Uh, we're recording this on Sunday the 13th of February 2022, the day before Valentine's Day, or as I am aware in America, there's some football thing going on, I don't know. I think a few people watch it, something like that. So here we are, where we talk about all things fun, enthusiastic discussions and stuff here on Star Wars, no drama. No politics. The only drama is the stuff that we see on screen in here, not any of that outside stuff that just dominates social media and stuff like that. So we're going to talk about the good stuff here. As you can tell, folks, I am from Great Britain. Everybody else here isn't, but apparently I've got the voice for the, the villain or the narrator on this podcast. All villains in, in stuff. No, maybe not all villains in Star Wars were British, but we had quite a lot of say in the New Hope stuff, quite a lot of British stuff. Anyhow. My name is Stephen. I'm being told to say that because quite often I don't say who I am. And I am the Chancellor of this Senate and the only Brit and the only Brit you really need on your podcast. I'm not sure that's good or bad. But joining me this month from across the great states of America in Skype order, it's Ricky. Hello. Ryan. Hi, everybody. Tony. Hello, everyone. Marie. Good morning, everyone. And Rombot Ron. Greetings and salutations, Chancellor and fellow Senators. Uh, welcome, everybody. That makes uh, anybody add that one up? That's six of us. Fantastic. Yep, good morning. And as ever, we are across social media like a rabbit. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, and probably YouTube. I can't remember. But our social media guru, Ricky, will tell you exactly where we are and how to get hold of us if you really want to. Yeah, on Facebook, we're at PSW Senate. And on Instagram, PSW Senate Podcast. Twitter, we're at PSW Senate. And on TikTok, we're at PSW Senate Podcast. Or you can email us at PositivelyStarWarsSenate at gmail.com. Yeah, I've been having a lot of fun um, interacting with people on Twitter. A lot, a lot of good people out there actually discussing Star Wars and uh, just arguing about stuff. So it's been pretty cool. Oh. On Twitter, yeah. I mute a lot of people, though. So <laughs> 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 That's not you got to do it, people. Just mute everyone that just posts nonsense. But yeah. And, and on the seventh day, the social media god created the mute button. <laughs> <laughs> it works. Yes. There was a couple I, days where uh, I, I thought it was broken because it wasn't moving. But uh... <laughs> I chimed in on the pizza debate. Oh, yeah, yeah. There was actually a pizza day of the year it was a national pizza day but unfortunately i didn't do anything about that. i ordered pizza that day and watched star wars <laughs> that's how i celebrated it yes so on this week's episode well you know there hasn't been a lot going on since we had our special two weeks ago um but of course 
of course, there was a lot going on. There always is in the world of Star Wars. And we have the last two episodes of The Book of Boba Fett to talk about. Episodes six and seven, which I have to get in my head because I, I keep saying I keep getting in my head. There's only six episodes in the series. And if we do have time for debating and pulling that all apart, we might be able to squeeze in a little look ahead at the Kenobi series, which is which will air before we're next back here. Believe it or not, folks, it's that soon, isn't it? No, it's not. It's May. No, yeah, it's May. End of May. End of May. Damn it! Damn it! I got really excited then. Ooh, all jazzed. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, there's a big Star Wars break coming up. Oh. It's my fault. It's my fault. It's just, ha! Ha! It's not my, uh, not my hold fault. on. I'm going to take umbrage to a big Star Wars break. Ooh, what? Two months? That's <laughs> yeah, that's too much for me. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's Whatever. Whatever. I'm spoiled, okay? I'm right? books, so. you, you, kids, you kids these days and your two months Star Wars break. <laughs> yeah. The High Republic is taking a break. The comics are ending. The shows are taking a break. Marvel shows are taking a break. Oh, what, whatever will you do? For several, several months. You, you know what you can do during that two months, right? Build that spell barge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, it's an ongoing an ongoing debate here is Ron's sail barge. I'm sure, I'm sure we'll have a good time to talk about it. Probably maybe next month because I think actually we're going to try and have a High Republic special, which I'm sure Ron will love. So we might do that next month because there's a lot of High Republic stuff to catch up on and stuff. That's so is Ron's sail barge actually a thing or is that a euphemism? <laughs> he literally has the cell wards there in the okay, box. Okay, yeah, I, I missed that, so I just wanted to clear that up. Uh, on my no, no, it exists. It exists. It's in oh. a box, and that's not a euphemism either. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Ron cell barge in a box. Okay, this is a family show, right? <laughs> we gotta... Yeah. It yeah. has been removed from the box once. Oh. Right. News. Uh, so, so yeah, I, 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 I pre or however the cell barge worked, definitely did that. Got it. Thing is massive. Um, had great plans of maybe doing an unboxing uh, with my nephew, who is now nine, so he would have been seven or so whenever I got the thing, and just don't have a place for it. I mean, the thing took up when I when I I did take it out of the packaging box to see the box itself because it's just gorgeous and just I needed to or wanted to. I don't know why I ended up doing that one day. But so take some pictures of it and everything. I think to show Stephen to prove that I in fact had the thing in my house, and um, have since put it back because you have to have a, it is a commitment especially when it's unboxed as to where you're putting the thing or whatever. And, and didn't quite think that through. I mean, I, I did in terms of the, I'm not going to think this through right now. I'm just making this purchase, but yeah. So the sale barge is in the house. You got to move your car out and put it in the garage. type of thing. <laughs> To some extent, you know, I didn't realize that until the day it was delivered or till the day I went to do the pictures. I'm like, why am I going to do this? So I cleared off the dining room table and it literally took up oh. the dining room table. <laughs> now it's a little, that's a little bigger because that's the packaging box with all the safe packaging material and stuff, whatever. But yeah, the thing is, massive so you have to commit you have to have a place for the thing when the, when the time comes and i don't have that at the moment so yes uh steven keeps asking when uh, steven keeps harping on me as to when that's happening and i don't know <laughs> I, was, I would love to have been a fly in the wall when the wife saw the size of the box uh, luckily the cell uh, barge box luckily <laughs> luckily the day um it arrived she wasn't here, but that doesn't mean it's, I could hide it. It was so huge that, you know, you had to own it to some extent or whatever. You put yeah. like a plant and a tablecloth over it. But I do, I, yeah, no, it's it's that type of thing. It's like, oh, we got new furniture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't don't disrupt the uh, dust cover that's over it kind of thing or whatever. Um, I do remember the day it showed that the FedEx man or whoever, yeah, I think it was FedEx, whatever, um, 
asked what it was or somehow there was a conversation because he said he had another one to deliver in my small town. Um, and I was like, oh, really? That there's somebody else in, in, in small town USA that um, had you know pre-ordered or ordered one of those things or whatever. I remember him. I, he told me the address, which was, I don't think he should have. But I remember him telling me, but I don't I didn't remark it at the time. I don't remember where it is. I know what neighborhood it was in or whatever. But to, to know. If Did it you was, ride your bike straight over? Yeah. Yeah. Right. right <laughs> over. No, I think I think it was much like uh, right now. It's a cold. It's uh, we just got a little bit of snow and it's just a kind of remember being a dreary day but i i i'm, I'm just picturing cool. ron on a, on a 10 speed now with the uh, <laughs> with the cards in the spokes no no it would have one too it would have been a bmx it would have been a it'd been a trick right. bike if i was yeah. getting flashbacks of the wonder stuff here yep yep yeah. it was a uh, huffy yeah yeah it was a gt performer pro performer <laughs> been flying over following that fedex man just as fast as i could where's he going where's he going and don't forget, folks, that uh, oh, I say Ron's also got a delivery coming today, so that we might have a live Star Wars delivery <laughs> in the midst of the show. How exciting is that? But probably not an unboxing live, I should imagine, because Ron likes to keep his things. Is it the job of the hut that fits in the snowboard? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we best move on, or we, we will do a forever running out of time thing, as we kind of tend to do. So, first up, folks. We always go around the table and see what people have been up to in the last month in Star Wars land. But it's not generally what people have been doing at work and uh, things like that. Um, just Star Wars. So we'll go around the table and we will start with Ricky. Hello. Um, yeah, this month. Uh, oh, I started reading. Um, I'm getting back in the High Republic stuff. So I started reading uh, Out of the Shadows because I'm behind. Because I did pick up uh, Fallen Star. And yesterday I just got my um, Midnight Horizon book. And then I also got the Myth and Fables book, and then I have the other. What's what's the kid book that that's one that's coming out March first? Mission to Disaster. Yeah, that one's coming. So so yeah, I'm uh, getting caught up with those things. And then uh, oh, one cool thing I did. Um, I have a, one of those uh, R2D2 themed. Well, I guess it's a Star Wars themed Xbox 360 that I got a while back. Um, so I've dusted that off, plugged it in, and then I ordered a uh, one of the Connect things. And I had the Star Wars Connect for it, and I never played it ever. Cause I didn't have a connect. So me and my daughter, we've been doing that. That that was pretty cool. Like I, I missed that game when it came out. I didn't have a 360 or anything like that, but uh, yeah, it has like the goofy dance game, which was pretty fun. And then uh, there's also like the Jedi training one, which the area in that game where you're training looks just like uh, the Jedi temple challenge um, show. So that, that was pretty fun to, to get into, but uh, yeah, I didn't pick up any new figures or anything like that. Just the, just the books. And uh, of course watching, uh, I've watched new hope a couple of times on VHS and uh empire i've dusted off to these I, I don't know why i'm dusting off old stuff this month but uh yeah i'm getting into all this retro stuff so it's been fun nostalgia is real that game console did you did you get it new as as the r2 one or no it, it was my brother-in-law's and it was my brother-in-law's and he got you know the new xbox and he wasn't using that one anymore he knows i like star wars so um he gave it to me a couple of years back and it's just been sitting here in the playroom but uh, yeah it works it, and everything it makes i've been cool watching little... the various uh game resellers in the area whatever yeah. and, and been wanting been wanting to pull the trigger just to have that as, as part it's of the cool it, it makes the rgd2 beeping when you turn it on it's pretty loud though when it does that um, oh it does did not know that yeah it, goes, it does that and then the, it has a 3po um <laughs> controller and then it, yep. it's the cool little etchings on the side and you know when the disc thing opens up the tray Inside the tray, it says "Help you, Obi Wan Kenobi." You're my only hope. Like you have to like, wow. look for it to find it. Yeah. I didn't know it was that custom. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just it's, thought it was a skin. Didn't know it did some extra. extra no, no, extra. it's different. I knew the 3PO controller was there, but I didn't. I just yeah. figured it was a skin. 
Cool. Yeah, no, it's really, I know really that. cool. Yeah. I, I never recall R2 going. Needed reverse. That sounds like another science fiction show. Oh, man, you sound like you've been back in the 90s for the last month. Yeah. Good times. Good times. Got a bullet now? It's crazy. Baggy pants put yeah. on backwards. Yeah, that'd be good Criss stuff. Crisscross. Nice. Crisscross, yeah. I've got my cross-color shirt on. Yeah. I have I have the 90s music channel on quite a lot, yeah, and I saw them just last week. Oh, my God, I've forgotten about them totally. wonder where they are now. I've got, I was going to Google about that. They literally were, like, everywhere for, like, two months when they first came out, wasn't they? <laughs> for two uh, Fantastic. Okay, uh, Ryan. All right, my Star Warsing over the last, uh, I guess, two weeks is uh, a lot of books and audiobooks. So I'm still reading the Plagueis book. I've kind of set that down for a bit, uh, but I'm picking it back up and trying to force my way through it till my library gets the Wave Three of the High Republic books. Um, but I did listen to Race to Crash Point Tower audiobook. I knocked that out in one sitting while driving around. I started Rise of the Resistance, which is between. The Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker, uh, just for because I drive a lot for work, so I just try to find some Star Wars audiobooks to listen to, even if I never really intended to. I'm like, well, I need something, so I'm giving that one a shot to kind of hear about the sequel trilogy heroes. And ever since Cad Bane appeared in the new episodes of Book of Boba Fett, it's kind of got me amped back up for Clone Wars. So. I've kind of got away from it from the past month, but in the past two weeks, I've probably watched like another five or six episodes. So I'm getting back into that, creaming through it. And season four is definitely, uh, you know, picking up as far as the storytelling and all that. So uh, I'm happy to be getting back into Clone Wars. That's all the mall stuff, right? Season four. And like the. Yeah, I think that was the beginning. Yeah. It was talking about the sisters and all that. Yeah. So you're exactly where I got to in my rewatch, which started. A while ago, probably about the same time as Ron brought his sail barge. Ooh, uh, did you did you get to the Krell stuff, Ryan? <laughs> General Krell. Is that the, yeah, I was. That's yeah. one of the ones I was in. I stopped it after that first episode, and I got back into it. And I was surprised by uh, his outcome. Actually, I had no idea that was coming. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah I can good. remember. I, could remember I don't, don't say, so I don't spoil it for people. I don't. I don't know if spoiler bans are lifted for six-year-old clone wars well if so. you if you remember we had a debate if that was De- dexter jetster's brother <laughs> <laughs> well, for right. someone like you ryan if you haven't seen you know if you yeah. chose not to watch it if cartoon star wars wasn't my thing and now you're coming back to it yeah i would kind of spoiler alertish or otherwise not want to spoil that because that was, that was a powerful arc that was yeah. that yeah. was a fun that was I don't know if I don't really know if I recall that being the first sort of turn to some serious Star Wars lore and introspective into Jedi, what it all means, whatever. But that was that was a deep arc. That was that was that was good stuff uh, from what I remember of it. And yeah, so we won't necessarily full on discuss it for anybody who hasn't, but use it as a tool to remind everyone if you haven't watched Clone Wars, you really should catch up and watch. Oh yeah, it. that and the motor arc, and then uh, we briefly, we briefly Sunny Day in the Void. It's the best episode. We briefly discussed um, um, uh, the, the Krill thing because I remember saying at the end, you get the uh, the clone troopers sort of crashing in the war. Yeah. And, and that whole subject of them taking orders because they actually disobeyed orders in that. And you've got this whole thing uh, of um, uh, clone troopers will obey orders no matter what. Yeah. And then they did it in that thing. That has another 
angle into their orders. Yes. Um, so oh, anyway. then I started just randomly. I decided to watch uh, Attack of the Clones. So I was nah. like, oh, I'll watch that <laughs> most of the way through it. And yeah. you know that. No offense, but it ranks kind of low on my list. But it was actually really good. I was like, man, it's not that any Star Wars isn't good, like but you so know, much in that movie. Ones, yeah, it's one of the ones that I watched the least of. You know, that doesn't mean that it's not good or anything. But, uh, well, so interesting. What what the the sit down? We have so much content to 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 you know call from and and pick, and otherwise you know, take our time. What do you recall was the all right, maybe I give Attack of the Clones a try. Or, you know, what 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 was the thought process behind picking it, if you remember? Because I finished, after I finished Book of Boba Fett, and I just kind of put it on in the background when um our kid came back home from their dads, just because I know he would watch it and be like, oh my God, what all this going on? So we had all these questions, because he's not uh-huh. a big star. Uh-huh. Sure, sure. A lot of movies. So then I was like, you know what? I'm going to try Attack of the Clones, because I know this got more action than Phantom. Um, right. It's got a lot more stuff to it. So I just put that on and then he was getting interested in that too. I eventually ran off and was just playing with the dog, but uh, you know, but it's, I was watching, I was like, you know, there's a lot to this and it almost cements my thought of Anakin Skywalker is really just one of the worst Jedi in history. <laughs> like the, he, he literally is the worst Jedi in history. <laughs> yeah. And it's not, it really, even before order 66, he was just, he was in my thought he was always in and watching clone wars to help support my personal theory is that he's more interested in war than anything else he's more mm-hmm. interested in glory you know to get in the accolades you know the way he talks back to obi-wan and attack of the clones and he's questioning the order to padme and all this it's just like man this guy really is just what the jedi are not supposed to be especially comparing to the high republic era where it's to me is the pinnacle of and the braveness of the Jedi. And then you go to someone like Anakin who, yeah, he's brave and he leads the military and he goes off to war and all that stuff, but he almost craves, he's the first to attack, not to talk. He's the total opposite of Obi-Wan where he's like, well, let's talk to him. And Anakin is like, Oh, one of the episodes was, uh, they thought Obi-Wan was killed in the episode. And I was like, well, he can't be dead. Right. So, cause he's still alive, but then he ends up face, you know, doing the old face swap. And Anakin goes off the rails and he tries to kill all these people. And I'm like, man, he is just, you know, even before Order 66, he was going to be the downfall of the Order. And it makes me support Mace Windu even more that he did not deserve to be a master because he was too off the handle. I mean, it's Anakin's cool well, he, and all that. He's legitimately yeah. off the handle crazy. Yoda was right. He was too old. You know, he, 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 that that there's something to that um aspect of training and, and, and where that but to, to qui-gon's point to everyone's point and all that yes but he's too powerful you know he if we don't yeah. train him how where is he going to end up or you know what, what what happens not that the dark side existed that he would be taken by the other team but yeah it, it, it does get lost on a lot of people because they know anakin's this you know going to be vader and going to be awesome but yeah to your point of he's not that great a jedi in that sense of the the dogma aspect he's great at the yeah. skills but the but the the mindset and the obi-wanisms but that's the different personalities of different jedi to some extent but it it, it gets lost on folks that aspect of yeah. what mace is trying to point out what obi-wan was trying or uh, yoda was trying to point out but obi-wan's beholden to qui-gon and you know i will train him and and just trying to rein him in best he can that just because you're a jedi master and and we'll talk about it with luke whatever just because you're jedi doesn't necessarily make you a great teacher just because you were great at a sport doesn't mean you're going to be great coach so yeah there's there's something to 
they what was working like all the a lot of passes just because he was they kind of needed him at the time so they let kind of just yeah. let him do what he wanted <laughs> pretty much a little bit of that sure i'm a big believer that um Palpatine manipulated almost every aspect of his life. So you could see well, in all the talks, sure. you know, he's poking him. He's like, you know, you don't believe in the, even in Clone Wars. He's like, you don't believe in him. They don't believe in you. And I even believe that he had some effect on his mother and stuff, you know, helping her get captured, even if kind of pushing it the right way to truly push him eventually over to the dark side. So, uh, but yeah, they have this huge battle and they need someone like Anakin who constantly wins, even though it's like, I don't like the way you did it, but you know, yeah, we were able to maintain the planet, but you know, don't do this again. And he's like, well, I was right. So I'm going to do it again. Well, like, yeah. is always like, so this is your version of a victory. Then he's like, yeah, well, we won, didn't we? <laughs> he's like, no. Yeah. And there, there what is something again? to that mind manipulation that, that, um, brainwashing aspect because to me i think that's what snoke does to to ben in terms of brainwashing him and, and constantly feeding with it luke doesn't try you know luke knows you're too powerful luke's going to try to kill you someday luke doesn't think you you know luke 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 you know all the stuff all the stuff so when in that briefest of moment he sees something like that you know all of that brainwashing comes to fruition it wasn't truly going to happen but they kept planting those seeds kept doing this thing much like palpatine you know well it is sort of palpatine through snoke and ben but that palpatine sort of manipulation if you will that brainwashing that just constant throwing little seeds of doubt little th- seeds but so that then when the time comes you can you can you know be that see i told you 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 know kind of thing and yeah, i think i'm a believer that and that palpatine and in that same moment that palpatine snoke manipulated luke also so that's also my theory on all that but i mean we're not talking the last jedi but uh, that's yeah, manipulation is a big thing, and I and I totally agree with you that uh, Ben and Luke were manipulated in that instance to help turn everything. So, but yeah, that's my Star Warsing for the past couple of weeks. Clone Wars uh, definitely picking up, so I'm hopefully to squeeze that in in the background more and more. So, and I'll bring that up later. Okay, uh, Tony. Uh, yeah, so let's see. What have I been doing? I've well, Boba Fett, watching Book of Boba Fett, obviously. Um, I've been buying the Star Wars, the Marvel Star Wars comics since I don't know, since they've been putting them out this time around. But I had kind of stopped reading them, so I dove back into those, and I'm kind of working my way, just so everybody knows where I am. I'm leading my way back to uh, what was the big crossover, the the, the bounty Thank hunter. You. The bounty hunters, yeah. The, um, I'm just about to get to that. I'm just about to start that, so that's that's okay. where I am. Which comics? Which of the Star Wars ones are you reading? Just the main. I'm Star- reading the Vader. main one, the Star Wars Vader, the bounty hunters, and Afra. I have the uh, High Republic ones, but I haven't read them because I'm not really up to date with the books or anything. So they're just kind of okay. they're just kind of sitting there. So I'm just kind of reading the the main four titles. The ones that are going to lead up to the the war of the bounty hunters. So. Okay. Uh, so I've been doing that, and then on a kind of side, it is Star Wars related. Um, I used to collect the action figures, the um, three and three quarter ones, back in the '90s when when they came back uh, around '97. So what was it? The Power of the Force was that what it was called? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I have like tubs and tubs <laughs> in my garage, probably like you know like a dozen. A dozen tubs filled with all these action figures that I had bought. I used to buy a bunch of them just to collect them and I'd keep them in the packaging. And I even bought the little uh, clear cases so they wouldn't get damaged. And and I I collected up until 
up until Phantom Menace and just past it. By the time Attack of the Clones rolled around, I kind of had lost interest. It was just, it just got to be too much, so I, I stopped. <laughs> so, so I have like tubs, in these big plastic tubs filled with with all these figures in my garage, and uh, my son has recently uh, kind of gotten interested in in Star Wars and and the action figures and and you know like these things I've they've been sitting there I'm not really sure what to do with them I don't think they're really worth much of anything anymore uh, so I've kind of been letting him have them I you know I basically have him help me clean out the garage and then as a form of payment. You know, I give him a tub each time and he can kind of go through there and pick whatever he wants. So so I've been kind of, you know, reliving uh, my action figure. Tony, buying. do you still need do you still need help with that garage? I can. <laughs> yeah, I can help clean. I can clean, I can clean garage. <laughs> if anybody wants to drive out to Los Angeles, you're free. You're free to take whatever's whatever's left over from the power of the force. Left. So he gets a whole. So when I when I'll you be there by halftime. I assume. <laughs> Um, he gets a tub. tub he gets a tub and payment every every you know Saturday or whatever that we go out there. Yeah, but when you say uh, tub, my tubs are the big like uh, I want to say six. Yeah, the big target one. Gallon. It's like <laughs> like two three are... feet long. How big is the tub? Obviously, These, it's not that big. Uh, how many? They probably hold like a good. I don't know, like twenty. Could he figures? fit in there? Is that okay? You probably, probably fit about maybe two dozen figures in each one. That's the, okay. they're inside the little. Like I said, I buy. I used to buy the little uh, clamshell. Yeah, the little clamshell holders, which now, you know, like they've just been sitting out there and they turned like all like yellow, you know, like the, the figures fine inside the thing. But I the guess clamshells the, the clam, themselves the clam weren't good its, plastic. Yeah, I guess not. And I guess it did its job because, you know, pretty much the, the plastic inside, you know, held intact. It's just on the outside. They're kind of like yellow, kind of like a bronze. So anyway, so, yeah, so I've been I've been he's got this whole like and he's just like ripping them open. Yeah, you know, yeah. My uh, my my younger self, I know inside, uh, does backflips watching him do it. You know, like, dude, this is not what we were supposed to do. But you know, they're yeah. not supposed to be open. But he, you know, he goes through them, and you know, he's ripping them open, and I don't know, he's having a blast with them. You're creating uh, a future collector because he's, he's, he's going to do that. He's going to lose the little all the little pieces that come with it. You know, having fun playing with it, whatever. But the, so many accessories, you know, unless he's oh, God, yeah. and able to keep the accessories, whatever. So yeah. then, yeah, he'll he'll be the kid that grows up that uh, will then want to try to buy the figure back. You know, if, looking for it to <laughs> to have it with you know a future collector of sorts. Rip them open. Trying, I, I trying yeah. everything. So, you know, he's he's having a good time. Whatever. You know, I don't that's I don't really good. care anymore. At yeah, this that's point. what that's that's exactly what what, what it's and for. And when he when he's your age, he'll remember what it felt like to have those figures in his hands and touching. Exactly. Them yeah. Yeah. He's having he's having. I mean, that's what they that's what they were supposed to be for, right? Yeah. You know, not to be just you know boxed up in the garage inside no of a clamp inside of a tub. <laughs> You know what I mean? But there, there, there might be one or two. So, so, so to hear that, and I definitely have that tub and have that same sort of scenario. But yeah, there, there might be like an E font man, or there's like one or two of them that probably shouldn't be open. I have, <laughs> you know, I have the E man. There might be. You know, I, I've kind of like looked over the years. You know, at, at selling them, and and then I even see them. Mm. You know, there's like places where I go and I come, and they have like tons of them hanging on pegs, and I'm yeah. like, okay, oh, these, yeah. you know, these things Wait, are not worth anything. Anymore. I got the yeah. Han Solo like, one. That's why I say there's only like yeah. there, there'll be one. You know, if there's five, there's you know that's probably a high high number. In the, in yeah, the there might be one, and, and I don't think I've seen him come across. But now that you said that, I'll, I'll keep my eye out for the. E there should yeah. I, I kind of think I I would give the tubs a once over twice just to make sure there's not anything in there that that that, that screams well maybe not this one but yeah, yeah. I get distraught 
you know, I have my collections. It's very similar. And yeah, when you see those stores, the you know, those local stores or whatever that just have pegs and pegs of the stuff or whatever, and you're just like, yeah. oh, all right, well, you know, w- what I bought to collect, I did for fun, whatever. I didn't do it for value. It wasn't trying to get, get exactly. Like, yeah, just yeah, there are so much of that stuff that's out there that aside from the one or two, two or three that are were hard yeah. to come by, rare or whatever, this stuff is is you you know, you could easily go probably build that collection back up. And for, it only reminds from the fact that you had like every figure. You had like the guy that was standing next to the guy. You know? Oh, like, they put yeah, they yeah. put out like everything. You know, there was always like I know because you know I I go back to the Kenner days, and back then there were you know a lot of them. Even though they put out a lot, there were always ones where you're like, oh, if I had this guy or that guy, you know, and like, well, you know, fast forward 20 years, they put them all out. You know, like yeah. even people I wouldn't have even imagined, you know, uh, they they put out there. Or with just different. Um, I have a I have a set yeah. that's um the the force ghosts of um uh-huh. Obi Wan and Yoda and well it would have been uh, Sebastian Shaw's Anakin but yeah I have one of, I have one of those. Is it that little the little that... the little cinema scene the box and the they recreate like the the scene from the movie and it's uh, yeah has I, the ba- the backdrop in it. it. Yeah, I think it's that one. I ha- I haven't seen it for years and years. It's probably in storage somewhere, but I have that. Yeah something that you wouldn't think that they'd make a figure out of but i was at toys r us one day and mm-hmm. i was like oh cool so i just picked it up and oh yeah yeah they put it all they put a lot all, all out so yeah that was an easy that out. was a profit margin uh figure set because right there's force ghosts or just that that blue glowy you know figure no articulation if i recall anyway yeah, they don't those are cheap figures for them yeah those are our cheap art cheap figures for them but they put them in a box set and we we, we uh gobbled them up Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yes, I've been going, been going through those, uh, uh, revisiting and, uh, that's you know, good. making memories. That's good. Making memories. There you go. So that's, that's other than that, that's, that's all I've been up to since last we spoke. Pass on what you have learned. <laughs> <laughs> Pass on what you have bought. You just, yeah. remind, you just reminded me talking about the old, um, uh, Star Wars figures and stuff. I, Remember sending off, I got the Emperor one, and you had to send off tokens over here to get it? Yeah. It wasn't in the shops. You had to save up tokens, then send off, pay like pound twenty-five or something like that. Not a huge amount. And they would send it send it to you. And I can't remember where I got to, where you had to get the tokens from. Was it the same over in America? You had to... Over here, you'd, you'd get the, the little proof of purchase seal that would come on the, the card back of the, of the figure. And you would cut out like five of those and then mail it off. I don't remember if there was a cost as well, but you would mail that off, and then yeah, then you'd get a little a little white box with uh, the figure. Uh, oh, like three, been... three months later, you know, yeah. something like that. I just remember that you couldn't buy the Emperor in the shots, but you could send off for it. And that's what I did. Yeah. So yeah, I've got him. I don't think I think I've lost this stick though. As I suppose yeah. lots of people have lost the stick. I know I did the the very <laughs> first one that they that they did that back here back in I guess it was the late seventies was the Boba Fett and I did that one and it was supposed to be you know the famous it was supposed to have the rocket firing uh, jetpack but it, it didn't because you know kids started choking on it or whatever so I know I did that one and then um, before Return of the Jedi I think it was uh, what's his name. Um, the calamari guy. I'm I'm spacing on his name. It's Akbar? a trap guy. Akbar. Yeah, Akbar. I think I think they did Akbar. Uh, and I think they. Yeah, I think you're right. They also did a an emperor. Um, at some point. I can't remember what else they did. Those are the kind of the three I remember mm. doing. 
but uh, yeah, you used to cut out the little. It was a it was a proof of purchase. It was a little a little circle that was on the card back, and you would cut those out and mail them mail them in. And then a few months later, you'd get you'd get it in the mail. Oh, excellent! I was just thinking about that. I thought, where the heck did I get these tokens or whatever they were from? But you answered the question from the, from other figures. Yeah, I'm I'm, ass- I'm assuming it was probably the same over there, but you know that's probably. that's how it was over here. Yeah. Ah, excellent. Oh, good times. The eighties, that is. Uh, yeah. Uh, Marie. Um. Well, based off of a conversation we were having in chat, I've decided to go looking for one of my books on um the the schematics of the different ships. I think. I think Boba Fett's ship is in there, but I'm not 100% sure. And I wanted to go looking for it because um, I have the sudden interest in seeing the components of ships of the ships. Um, other than that, of course, I've been watching the Book of Boba Fett. Um, I did uh, watch Solo for a little bit. I'm not sure what brought that on. I think I just kind of wanted to, I was kind of hoping Solo would maybe make an appearance or something related to that would maybe make an appearance in the last couple of episodes, which... Um, We'll discuss later yeah, on. The pikes. Did not happen. What's that? You had the pikes. Well, yeah, we had the pikes, but I was hoping something else uh, tangential to that might happen, but it didn't. But I'm not disappointed. I, I'm I'm glad with what we got. I'm also digging up my old Star Wars Shakespeare books because I want to read the um, original. I have the original trilogy, I think, which is um, I don't know if you guys uh, have ever seen those. The Star Wars uh, rendered as Shakespeare plays. Yeah. 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 Those, what? Those were yeah. fun. I, re- I read them a while ago, but I just decided that I want to read them again. So I'm going to be doing that at some point. And I did say like maybe a few months ago that I wanted to do a Rebels rewatch. And once I'm through all my shows, which is about to happen, and once I'm through some of my non-Star Wars reading, then I'm probably going to get back into um, more Star Wars reading and more um, Star Wars watching. So I'm going to be doing that Rebels rewatch at some point. What else have I watched? I was thinking about, based on a couple things we saw in Book of Boba Fett, diving back into the prequel trilogy for a little bit. So that's been my, I've mostly been planning my future Star Wars obsessing, I guess, because I have a million things that I'm doing right now that are non-Star Wars related, but all that's about to end once um, all those shows come to their finales and things. Have you been able to get any tickets to Celebration yet? I have not. I haven't. I have not managed to do that. Um, if anybody need has I'm tickets, want to get rid of them. <laughs> yeah. So if oh, anybody has sure. tickets, um, make sure to uh, get to us on social media because I'm looking for tickets. You can email Maria PositiveStarWarsSenate at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> um, other than that, um, I was talking to a couple friends from Steve's neck of the woods the other day. Steven's neck of the woods. Sorry, Steven. Uh, the other day. And we're talking about possibly going to Celebration Europe when those things start up again. Ooh. Probably won't be this year. That would be fun. What's yeah. that? Probably won't be this year, I should imagine. But uh, No, it won't be this uh, year. No. Um, and- we were yeah. thinking about if it um, if it's going to be someplace in London again, then or maybe London or somewhere somewhere in England, then we'd go. But if it's anywhere else in mm-hmm. Europe, then that's might not be doable. But um, if it was going to be in England, we were talking about possibly going. Cool, excellent. I can recommend England. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, best country. You can be your tour guide. Best <laughs> country in Europe. Um, okay, Ron. 
Uh, uh, Chancellor, uh, we've only had what uh, two weeks, so obviously been um, been a light bit of Star Warsing in that past time. But obviously, the Book of Boba Fett, uh, been catching up on that. So much Star Wars content out there, but um, that's really all I've been watching, and and not much out on the streets. Although I did uh, pick up, I'm going to post it here in the chat. Saw something new on the shelves uh, to make people aware of. It's it's a box set of figures. It's the uh, sort of clunky, chunky. They're three and three quarter figures, but the they're the dollar store figures is kind of what I call them that they don't have a lot of articulation, but um, they were in sort of small little boxes. They weren't on blister cards. They're, they were boxed um, with a window. I think in the latest iteration, uh, previous iteration, you could kind of actually like touch the figure. But anyway, they did this neat little box set. I hadn't seen it anywhere. Um, and it was one of the fewest new products that was on the shelves. Uh, stock. Three and three quarter inch? Uh, I, I want to say they're, or no, maybe they're six inch. I think they're, they're, okay. they're on the line of the six inch. I think they're like they're five inch. Something scale, yeah. You know what? I think you're right. Yeah, they're they're, they're in between, but yeah, there's a Mandalorian, a Grogu, a Death Trooper, um, Return of the Jedi, Luke, a Vader, and a Ray. Um, it's interesting that it just says Ray. It doesn't say Ray Skywalker or anything. It just says Ray. And actually, I think it says the child. It does not say Grogu. So it was, it was pre. You know, it was, it'd be interesting to see. I didn't look for it any sort of date or anything like that. But uh, the score of the find was all that is the particular Walmart that I hit had a carbonized sh uh, shore true. And obviously I had plenty of Landos, more Landos and you know what to do with. Holy cow. Um, six black series and a three and three quarter. It's interesting that that figure was popular. It was what they chose to produce mass produce and, and put out full cases of, but so he's peg warming in both, both scales, but the store had two shore troopers, carbonized shore troopers, which is just a, They've fancified the card. The, the the figure has this interesting sheen to it. It was just a gimmick for us collectors to buy it, and we ate it up. We bought it. And I checked my stash. I only had one Shore Trooper carbonized in, in my collection, so I thought I'd pick one, pick another one up just so that, you know, have one to have one to stock, one to rock, or whatever that is. So when I checked out, um, the few other two, three other items that I had were clearance items, but and when I figured the short trooper was going to be the most expensive thing, and I'm doing the self scanning and whatever, and it beeps and it goes five bucks. I was like, wait, what? Sure enough, so it was five. You know, it was it was it was five bucks. There was another one on the peg that I left there because its card was all creased and mangled, and it was just like, yep, don't need that. Well, once I checked out, <laughs> I did need that so i go back to the store and, and pick that other one up even though it was on a on a just bent beat the hell card because it was five bucks so yeah, yeah like can I, get I mean off of this because it's bent yeah yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> truly your mileage will vary kind of thing or whatever that's just that walmart founded old old stock box on the shelf or i don't know how they come across those figures like they do like that sometimes but because and it's weird for the stores the way they do it and, and from what i've just gleaned over all these years they look at that skew they look at that number they look at whatever and go oh that was something from from six months ago two a year ago whenever that carbonized stuff was popular or, or was first released so they go it must must need to be a clearance price so they put it on a clearance price so i scored a carbonized figure for five bucks so that's my little little bit of yeah that was a fun 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 little bonus so. are those are those going to go in the uh, halloween giveaway box the <laughs> 
Um, bent card one, yeah, that's that that's the type of thing that I love to find now finding the carbonized one. Or I, that's the kind of thing I love to find the whole peg, like the Landos. If the Landos ever got clearanced out like that, whatever, for something like that, that's that's in my wheelhouse. That's why I love to hit that clearance for you know a, a twenty, twenty-five dollar figure that's that's marked down like that. That's that's the kind of item that gets purchased in, in bulk to go into the Halloween box, yes. <laughs> right, so I, I gotta go. That's gotta how go that's how it Tony's makes it garage. in the and then go yeah. treating at Ron's house. <laughs> I'm gonna send you a box for your for your <laughs> Halloween box. <laughs> you guys in trade boxes. Yeah, trade yeah I think I talked about. It. That's how mm-hmm. I picked up. Target had a an exclusive six inch Chewy. Uh, I think it was a pilot Chewy from the Han Solo movie. He had goggles and everything, and he was he was yeah. talked about as collectible and all that, you know, because he was only at Target, six inch figure, black series, all that. Neat, neat, neat. You know, only saw him in the stores once. To somewhere well after his release, um, a Target in another town over, whatever, must have found their case, whatever. They had him, you know, scads of him and had him on clearance. I was like, oh wow. So picked up a bunch, thinking I was gonna flip them or do something with them never did and yeah they ended up in the in the halloween in the trick-or-treat box because everybody loves chewy so i knew that would be a big hit and finally you know allowed myself to to let the kids have them if you will so to speak so that was a big uh, that was a fun one to give away yep love those type of clearances those type of scores so that's it for me for star wars and for the past two weeks excellent Uh, and still no delivery at the moment so, uh, uh, I, I suspect you'll hear you'll you'll the mic might pick dog, up the, dog, the doorbell, dog, and if dog, it doesn't pick up the doorbell, it should hear the craziness of of a dog reacting to said doorbell. Oh, I can't wait! <laughs> Excitement is building. It could happen anytime, folks. Keep staying tuned in for the delivery at Ron's door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stay tuned. Any any moment, bated breath. Yeah. And stay tuned when we might talk about the Obi Wan Kenobi series in the next break. Coming up. <laughs> yeah. Coming up. Yeah. Yeah. We might. Although actually, we've got next month, haven't we? Now I forgot that. I've got so excited. I blame COVID. I have no idea what time, a date, or year, or century is anymore. I've got my months completely mixed up. Okay. Nineteen ninety-eight. It's nineteen ninety-eight. It feels like it. Okay. So, uh, what? What's this? It's it's a it's a honochrome. We have a honochrome up here, and it has some news from beyond. And there's only one of us who can open this honochrome, and it is Ryan who's going to give us uh, a uh, hopefully, reasonably a brief go through some of the latest news in Star Wars land. So yeah, we can just open the news from the Hallownet. All news, no rumors. Everything's so all confirmed. So the first news that I got here is. Uh, Hayden Christensen has been confirmed for the Ahsoka series. So that was a little bit of a surprise for me. Um, filming is going to wrap late in 2022, and the show will air in 2023. So I'm not sure if uh, you think we'll see him as a ghost or as a flashback. Hopefully both. I honestly don't want to see him as a ghost. I think him appearing as a ghost as a Sith user it's kind of a slap in the face to the force. So, but Hayden as flashback shows him a little bit. <laughs> flashback. <laughs> a little and bit. and uh, I've said it before, you can't have the force ghost constantly being around. There has to be some limitation factor or there are mm. an easy storytelling crutch. They're an easy yeah. mark for, well, why doesn't a force ghost uh, Obi-Wan come back and tell Luke, no, don't make him choose between two things. It just, yeah, no, they're, the, the force ghosting needs to be a very limited, it has to have some constraint on it in some sense. So I will lean and go towards flashback. Yeah, and I believe the same thing for the Kenobi series too. It's, you know, it's 
if you're going to bring back Hayden, I don't think he had a lot of role in the Vader suit. I don't know if I might be wrong. I know he had the makeup and all that, but um, so I'd be I would be interested just to see how they use Hayden. And I'm glad he's yeah. getting some uh, with all these new series. So I'm excited to see where it goes with that. A couple other stories uh, for people who play the video games. Nintendo Switch is getting the Force Unleashed PlayStation 2 game. You know, 10 years later, that's getting released April 20th for $20. So actually, for the low price, I might have to pick that one up because it's supposed I have to that be... For the Wii, it was fun. Is, is that going to be I... a legit package cartridge or is that just a download thing? No, I think is there something I can tangibly up. collect or, is, or add to the gaming collection or is it just a... a cartridge? A... <laughs> yeah, it is, it is 98 again, rookie. <laughs> yeah, so... We'll be able to buy it, I think, for sure. So for $20, you know, I think I might get that one. I have Force Unleashed 2 for my PSP, but uh, Force Unleashed 1 was a good one for 20 well, bucks. Can, for, I, li- I like that you can use the, the, you know, the controller for the, um, you know, the lightsaber. That that was the fun part of playing those games was I had the, the Wii and then I had the little lightsaber extension thing and you could swing it around. You would get exhausted trying to fight all the, all the other stormtroopers. I can't wait to throw my controller against the wall as it flies off the <laughs> Right. Probably would happen. Put that wrist strap on. <laughs> Tying in with the fun fact here, I've never owned a console. <sighs> Shocking or, none of us. Or a Blu-ray player. I've never owned a Blu-ray player either, but that's uh... <laughs> Okay, go on, Ryan. Um, and announced, and again it might appear back in our Kenobi discussion. Uh, it has been announced that it's releasing May twenty-fifth. Uh, a 45 anniversary, 45 year anniversary from New Hope, and the 39 year anniversary from Return of the Jedi, on its May 25th drop on Disney Plus. So I, I was happy with that. A lot of people said May the 4th, and apparently May 25th is also on a Wednesday. I don't really don't look at the calendar that far ahead, so I think it's a good choice to drop it on that day, uh, the 25th, the actual release of New Hope. So that's good. Good choice by Disney. I'm presuming it's then, staggering it like they do all the stuff, so there's not going to be a whole dump. Oh, well, yeah. you get two. I think you get two kicks out of it that way. You get a May the Fourth, yeah, which is just May the Fourth. There's no reason to add to that. It's big yeah. in and of itself, and then you get to you know, a bit of a resurgence. If not, that's not the right word, but yeah, you get another bump on May the 25th of of this thing, and you can promote the heck out of it on May the Fourth that it's coming May the 25th. You might want to sign up for. It. So yeah, I think it's a smart. Well, they smart might have like some kind of little teaser video coming out on that day. Ah, touche. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, trailers have only been like a month ahead. So, you know, May the 4th, I could definitely see something big for Kenobi. Or anything, really. That'd be nice. So, and then the last thing for Ron's favorite, the High Republic Wave (laughs) Phase 2, Wave 1. They released the name of all their books. I won't touch up on Mm -hmm. them. If people want to look it up, they can. When we have more High Republic focused, we can discuss name and authors and stuff. But they did release the titles for the next wave of books. Uh, and comics as they all switch over. So that information is out there for everybody. And Virgin that's all honest. the news from the Hollow Net. Hey. Ooh, very good. Very juicy. That's good news. That is good news. That's Okay. Thank you very much, Ryan, for uh, putting that together. It, may, it might yet become a monthly regular. Yeah, as long as we keep up, we're going to have the biggest, a huge dry spell. A huge dry spell. So we're going to have to find (laughs) (laughs) Massive. Massive. Luckily, I have Clone Wars to watch. So I'll I'll be having full of new stuff. 
Don't get me started. <laughs> okay, folks. So we come to the book of Boba Fett. Yes. And uh, for those who listen to previous um, podcast episodes, we did uh, episodes uh, three, four, and five uh, a couple of weeks ago, and we did episodes one and two a month. No, more than a month ago, because it only came out in December, wasn't it? So. So you have to listen to previous episodes based on the podcast to hear us um, digest those. Today we're only going to talk about the, the, the final two episodes. And first up was uh, episode six um, called Chapter Six, From the Desert Comes a Stranger. So I should read the uh, synopsis here, um, courtesy of Wikipedia, so everybody wants to read them along at home. <laughs> like, uh, like Jack, I was going to say like Jack Annoyed, but I don't think you guys knew what that was over in America. Um, okay. So, the synopsis is that Cobb Fane, or Cobb Vanth, sorry, Marshall Tatooine's Freetown, um, which was formerly known as Mos Palco, but got named to Freetown, confronts and shoots Pike's spice runners. Dejarin flees to a forest world to visit Grogo and is greeted by Artu and Ahsoka. Tano convinces Dejarin that his presence will hinder Grogo, so he returns to Tatooine after asking Tano to deliver the gift, a Basker chain mail tunic. To the young men. Jedi Master Luke Skywalker ha- has begun training Grogo, his first student to use the Force. Skywalker helps the young men remember his home, the Jedi Temple on Coruscant, where he saw many Jedi killed in Order 66. Fett and his allies discussed their manpower shortage, and Dejarin travels to Freetown to enlist Fanth and his people. After Dejarin leaves, the hired gun, Cad Bane, arrives on behalf of the Pikes to order the town to be neutral in the upcoming war. Following a standoff, Bane shoots down the Marshal and his deputy. Two Pikes later bomb the sanctuary in Mos Aspa. Skywalker, bearing Dejarin's gifts, gives a choice to Grogu. Take the chain mail and stop his training, or take Yoda's lightsaber and be trained as a Jedi. So, evil. Evil, yeah. So there was a lot, there was a lot, a lot to digest in in that one, to say the least. Not least, what I was, the first thing I was thinking about before this, I'm just going to ask the question generally to everybody, is how long has transpired, do we think, between this episode and Luke training Grogo and Luke actually getting Grogo, picking him up? Because it's because this gives this episode gives the opinion that he just literally just started training them that day. Um, and so I'm meditating first. So you're wondering how long between yeah. the end of season two and episode yes. and this, this episode one. of Book of Book. Well, how how long ago did he kill um, Bib Fortuna? The same time period, right? Oh. Yeah, like it really now. doesn't say. I don't <laughs> think it's probably. Yeah, probably only a couple weeks, yeah. maybe. Yeah, just a couple weeks. Oh, well, yeah. I suppose you're right. I suppose we're slightly at the chain line, aren't we? I suppose. But it just seems a bit odd to be going to see how he is just a couple of weeks after you just, just, I don't know. Anyway, that's I mean, he did I'm almost just, die. So. <laughs> I'm just trying to work out the time. Anyway, we'll go around, we'll, we'll go around the table and give everybody a fair crack of the whip to say what they, they think. So, uh, Ricky, what do you think of this episode? I thought I, I rewatched it yesterday. Yeah, there these this episode was like the the just the CGI alone and all the effects of that just blows you away. But just the story of uh, you know how just showing Luke and you know there, I was watching. There's a cool little part where um, I think this is one where he's talking to Ahsoka and then she's saying, "Oh, you remind me of your dad" and all that stuff. Um, and then he she tells something to Luke and he's like. He gives this little look and he turns sideways. I'm like, they did such a good job on it. <laughs> like, it looks like it's a real, it's really him. But um, yeah, all that stuff with uh, wait, is this the one? This isn't the one where he builds the ship. No, that happened already. Um, yeah, ship was, ship was yeah, the ship's already built. Yeah. 
Yeah, when he when he sees that ship flying away from the uh, thing, he's like, oh, yeah, the Mandalorian was here. And I like that they call him the Mandalorian. They don't address him by name. That's all they call him is Mandalorian. Uh, I thought that was pretty cool. I like seeing all the uh, characters team up and try to do a little plan, you know, back at uh, Jabba's Palace. That was pretty cool. The A-team uh, section. Yeah. yeah, and then, you know, he kind of just pops in, like, who's this guy? You know, and he's like, I got some people. Obviously, yeah, and Cad, Cad Bane seeing him, that was that was great. Was, it's just some good television right there, just some good story you know, visuals all together. I, I, I love this episode. It was, it was awesome. And then all the little frogs flying direct- around. It's cool. Yeah, the directing for the storytelling from the point of starting mm-hmm. with Cobb Vanth, because I didn't understand. I was like, why are we starting with Cobb Vanth? But yeah. then it makes perfect yeah. sense when you introduce Cad Bane, because they introduce Cobb Vanth as a really great gunslinger, killing two people with one shot, and then he gets totally smoked by Cad Bane. So it's great storytelling layout yeah. in the way that they did that so big props to that and then the pike the pikes are like well this is more than you're you know you make and he's like well maybe i'll retire then you know and then he just like dumps it because he doesn't care he just wants his you know he's, he's literally a marshal he's a sheriff there of that town and he's not going to take any nonsense from anybody which which is makes makes i'm not a big cop vanth guy but i mean after that episode i was like oh this guy's cool like he's He's got his morals and his he's doing his job trying to keep everybody safe. So I, I like that. But yeah, no, I, I love this episode. It was great. It was my favorite of the season, I think. Yeah. Um, more, I would say. So who's that? Um, you guys probably know it over in America. I mean, Cab, the Cobb Vane chap, he reminds me of Pierce Brosnan over here in England. But I mean, he's, he's been in sh- other shows, isn't he? Yeah, he was on the Hitman movie. Yeah. Right? yeah. Uh, I've not seen that yet. Yeah. His yeah. biggest thing, I think, was uh, Deadwood. Deadwood. Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen Deadwood, that. Either. Which was a western, right? Yeah. Yeah, western. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ah, uh, that was on my might watch list. I haven't seen that because I thought I thought everybody else seems to know who he is, and I was like, oh, I've never seen this chap before in my life. Um, that I mean, the, he yeah. was in a Die Hard movie, or am I getting him mixed up with? Yeah, somebody? he was. He was in yeah. a Die Hard Four, yeah. I think. Yeah. It was. Uh, Wait, what? He was a Die Hard fan. Was the who was, wasn't he the, oh, the computer hacker he guy? Right? Was. Yeah, the guy that was going to take over the world, or the a much guy. younger, yeah. younger Cobb, or um, whatever. Yeah, yeah, he's all great now. Was like yeah. Fifteen years ago, probably. Yeah, it was. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Blimey. Timothy Oliphant. Elephant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Timothy <laughs> Blue Elephant. <laughs> yeah, that's what I remember as Elephant. I'm sure he's heard that one before. Okay, uh, Ryan, your thoughts he's on this episode? Forget. Yeah. <laughs> so some of my takeaways. I also like to see how my wife reacts to a lot of this stuff. Happy Valentine's Day. See, because I'll force her to listen to this. But how she reacts, because she's, you know, she's a movie fan. She watches the movies and she watches the shows. We collect the Funko Pops. So she's a big fan. And I'm the, you know, the crazy one that does all books, all comics, podcasts and all that other stuff. So I'd like to see how she reacts to a character introduction like Cad Bane, because the moment. So I'm, I'm happy I started watching Clone Wars. And I've been telling her for a while, I was like, yeah, this Cad Bane guy, this Cad Bane cat's pretty cool. He seems to be the only successful bounty hunter in the show. (laughs) I mean, he's been featured, I think, four times in the four seasons, and he hasn't lost yet. And he's beaten two or three Jedi. You know, he's fought Anakin and Obi at the same time, and he got away just fine. So it's like, man, this guy's, you know, I had a lot of respect for him. So the moment, I mean, the split second they show that tiny little dot in the distance in the sand, I immediately was like, Slapped yeah. my wife and I was like, "No way, no way!" And she's like, "No way, what?" And I was like, "They wouldn't." So, and then when I introduced him, and I really wanted to see how she reacted to the eyes because I knew how he looked, but you know, to non-Clone Wars fans, seeing how they react to the reveal of the eye because you kind of think it to look like maybe just a blue-skinned alien, no big deal. 
but you know the, i think even the eyes are a big reveal so the way that was shot was fantastic yeah. and she totally loves the character she's like he seems so awesome and so cool so she's and if he is dead to be discussed later um she'll be upset about it because he was such a great character so yeah, I, when, I, you, when you see that silhouette we were like is he wearing a hat and we're like he's wearing a hat and we were all excited <laughs> immediately i was like yes i was like they wouldn't and then they did and yeah they're using the same voice actor i know some people mentioned about the design being a little different but you want them to be able to talk you know cad bane and the Was show it the same voice out. guy it is yeah yeah it's, it it's cory burton cory burton doing oh, wow. the voice but i don't think he's the body that we see on no, screen no, but his voice is adring because that brought up a whole well you know they should have done that for us perfect i mean it's an yeah. alien thing but you know the teeth are are big and menacing but though just watching the way that he talks the no way toothpick, though. his lips is fantastic okay. no toothpick yeah yeah no toothpick yeah, I'm kind of glad. It's kind of ridiculous. I mean, it's bad enough that you have a gunslinger in space. Yeah. Take it might have been too hard to put that in his mouth always talking, you know? Yeah. yeah he, it's easy to do animation to have the toothpick in there and draw and talk with it and whatever. But prosthetics, teeth, and everything else, trying yeah. to move lips and talk and, and hold on to a toothpick, holding on to a toothpick with those teeth, you real yeah, they may have tr- – it would be interesting to see it behind the scenes. They may Plus have tried it and said, yeah, this ain't, so ain't going to work. probably kicked the right. toothpick habit. Older and ditched it. I just, I just – <laughs> and granted, older and, and older and could be a thing, but oh, it just – he doesn't need to be light blue. I didn't mind the design so much, but the, the, you know, he's wearing a hat and he's not living on Tatooine. He's just there enforcing on Tatooine. So it's not the sun, but it could be an age thing, but uh, it could have been dark blue. But to your point of the, the reveal of the eyes, there is, they definitely purposefully sort of, you know, did that with the brim of the hat and the looking up in the eyes. And I wondered if Cobb, because he says he asked his name, you know, I didn't catch your name, didn't catch your name, trying to catch his name and never does. But when the eyes get revealed, Cobb has a little bit of a, I don't know if it's a knowing, oh, I do know, I think I know who this is, or it's a little bit of a, oh, scared because those are like scary red eyes. Or There's there's an interesting um, beat, an interesting take on Cobb Vance's face when the eyes get, when the brim of the hat yeah. comes up, you see, see the eyes that, that's, that made that scene very, very well done. Yeah, so it's, I think his reveal uh, was great, and, that's, and I get excited to see uh just general star wars fans such as like my wife who doesn't follow all the other stuff (laughs) invest themselves in all these talkings uh to see what she thinks of the character so that's i find that very interesting to and i also like to watch my kids watch star wars and then you know ask what they think type of thing so i always find people who aren't up to their neck in star wars what they think of it so i thought that was uh fantastic and again uh luke the way they designed luke i'm glad they're investing and just showing luke and if people ever want kind of like a Luke Skywalker live action show, which I kind of doubt will ever happen, fans are going to have to accept that they can't use CGI de-aging yeah. all the time. And we'll have to accept an actor. So they changed the actor. I'm sad to see Max go. But uh, to do almost more work on how the actor works and less on the de-aging, I think it was a great idea. So there wouldn't be the whole... They won't ever look exactly like the whole solo who needs to be Han thing. I think was this one of the dumbest arguments in history. Like we have to accept an actor who is not 60 years old to be a 20 year old. So just right. reaching Luke, if you want him in live action to get something as close as you can and slowly strip away the CGI. So I don't know if Shamuk, I know we discussed it in past episodes. He's <sighs> the guy who made, you know, the, the faceovers 
and he was hired. So I want to know how much he was involved in the series because it is staggering how good Luke looks and the way and that he somebody talked. somebody deep fake his deep fake and they put some um what's his name uh one from Winter Soldier <laughs> they deep faked his face on the new deep fake yeah yeah I'm not a fan of that cast <laughs> especially stands a relatively big name you know it's. He's got other stuff to do. I like lesser known actors that are willing to stick around, you know, because it's like you get someone big name. They're like, I got other stuff to do. I can't come back all the time and do this. So I like lesser known actors. So I picked up an interesting tidbit. I didn't know. So the 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 body double or whatever that they used as a frame of reference was not the same person that they used at the end of Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah it's a oh, wonder, wonder. I mean, it could be anybody. They use me for that matter. But yeah, it, it was. <laughs> it was. That's an interesting. That well, yeah. Why didn't? Why didn't? They, or they needed that guy for all the stunt, not stunt work, but the no. The he, facially, lifting. he he has the same structure as Hamill because I saw a picture of him. He looked more like him than that Max guy. So. Yeah, less of a cleft chin though. I do mm-hmm. like I do like a good strong chin in the middle. So well, so yeah, that'll be an interesting behind the scenes of right how much of this technology this deep fact technology re- relies on the originals you know a close proximity to then tweak it to to yeah. so that we see mark hamill you know could they use me and tweak it to be mark hamill probably not so they need a need a close proximity uh, to it that'd be interesting to see i did not know that hadn't heard that hadn't picked that up anywhere so it's an interesting tidbit i hope we yeah, get so. some more behind the scenes stuff we seem to be in a dearth of it in the moment isn't it? there doesn't seem to be a lot of behind the scenes stuff coming for <laughs> disney so it could really maybe that it. maybe that's what we'll get in that incredibly oh, yeah, yeah. long star wars break that everyone's yes, going on dry about that dry spell that, that two-month dry spell that everyone's in connection yeah with. that really that really long drive spell. <laughs> so, what about, about Luke's voice then? Was that resympathized or was that an actor? Was that? I, I think it was synthesized the way they did last time. It, I right. think it was. I don't know where I heard that, but I think it was like um, synthesized from uh, um, Mark Hamill's other work. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've heard similar that it's the techno- much like the technology that's doing the visual. They have the technology that can do the audio, audio, and that's mm-hmm. why we don't get a whole lot of narrative or a whole lot of word out of them. Honestly, I didn't realize it, and I just watched the episode again this morning, and I still can't tell any difference that this is an actual real voice, which is either terrifying for technology or <laughs> great watching TV. Yeah. You, you said about your kids, and I've been—he's on a vacation. I've been meeting to ping my uh, uh, family members for my nine-year-old nephew to, to to watch this and see what he thinks about seeing Luke. That because to to us, Ryan, we we see it, and it, man, it is incredibly real. And the sound, the voice is is definitely you know Luke Skywalker. But in our minds, we know it's not. So we have that baggage. We have that extra piece yeah. on top of it that we have to let go, unlearn what we've learned kind of thing to go, all right, I'm mm-hmm. seeing Luke's freaking Skywalker on my screen. That to kids and everything that don't know the minutia, the behind the scenes, I'd love to pick their brain and, and, and you know, see what they have to say about that. What do you think? Of, you know, and I don't want to lead the witness and go, that's not really him or whatever, because yeah. I think to a kid, they're just gonna be like, oh, okay, that's Luke it, training baby. A, Yoda. It's an adult. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's just not. It's I don't think they're going yeah. to notice or otherwise go. Ah, I don't know. That doesn't quite look or sound like him. I think they're going to just absolutely just like love the this. People that saw Rogue One and they hadn't seen Star Wars in a million years, like 
they didn't know that Tarkin wasn't the real dude, you know, like they didn't mm-hmm. catch, they weren't looking for it. So they didn't yeah, I, I definitely had some fans or, you know, watched it with people, family members or whatever. And I told them at the end, ask them at the end if they reckon or not recognized, but if, if it, that guy, if that character looked off or anything, I'm like, no, whatever. I'm like, that's a totally CGI character. That's a totally computer generated yeah. uh, guy to look like somebody who's passed away. Cause we needed him from the time era. And they're like, yep, had no idea. So yeah, yeah the technology okay. works for the people, for the lay person works just fine for us that know the motion behind it yeah that's why i ignore the nitpicks between leia and tarkin and luke it's like listen it's either this or nothing so and we're we're really looking at industrial lights and magic like the fact they can bring luke having this conversation and and, you know training a you know a little yoda like that's i my mind is still like boggled by the fact that they're able to do that like that's just crazy That's gorgeous. I'm That's stealing like it. The, yep. The M in ILM it, it is the magic part of what yeah, they magic. do because it is. Uh, rewatch it as well, Ryan. And yet yeah, Luke um, sort of coming out of, it's not a trance, but they're meditating and, and, and Baby Yoda's got one frog and Luke comes out of it yeah. and looks and he gives a Luke Skywalker smirk of, of just really, is that what you're doing? Kind of look, and it's, it's, it's wonderful um the feeling generated and seeing luke with that sort of look of, of mm-hmm. come on what are you doing with your force that's not what you're supposed to do is so mark hamill is so luke skywalker is such magic because yeah. i know that is not you know i know it can't be really him but it is him to me because it's on the screen yeah that was that that was a fun surprise of this episode i don't think we knew we were getting that right we didn't so you know we see see luke or see him going off to grogu we, we think we're going to get luke but i don't think we knew we were going to get 20 yeah. minutes of luke you know it wasn't one scene it wasn't a yeah i'll take him with me uh jedi yes i am and off he goes there was, was some great great luke it was wonderful it was absolutely wonderful to have that and r2 r2 taking a nap <laughs> and he's like i'm just gonna <laughs> Yeah, a little Arthur bit of the uh, right old beep again, as I say, you know, yeah, that's no. the moment where you really need him to turn himself off. He's like, make the guy a bench. I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. I love, love the Mandalorian saying, yeah, what, what is that, a bench? Jeez, how long am I going to be waiting here kind of thing? Yeah, that was <laughs> fun. Okay, uh, Tony. Uh, yeah, I really enjoyed the episode. The only thing is the, the Luke thing was amazing. I was just, you know, gobsmacked watching that. Um, the only thing is, like, I kept thinking, like, that this, what does this have to do with Boba Fett? You know what I mean? Like, it, it just, the whole Mandalorian Grogu thing, even from the previous episode, with, that was pretty much all Mandalorian, it kind of felt like it was taken away from the, the story of Boba Fett. So that, you know, was one thing I was having issues with. But I mean, I was so into it that I didn't think about that till till after the fact. Cobb Vanth and Cad Bane was amazing. Seeing Cad Bane in real life, I loved that. Uh, so over overall, yeah, I mean, the, the episode was great. Other than, than just, you know, feeling like they kind of shoehorned in the, the Grogu stuff. You know, and like I see why you know they needed they needed to to, to put that in so that when you know he comes yeah. back later on, you know mm-hmm. it, it explains that. But it just feels like that that should have been more part of the Mandalorian show, I guess. You know, is, is what I, is what I was feeling. But uh, you know, I didn't I didn't think about that till after. While it was all happening, I was just I was just in it and I was enjoying it. I was enjoying seeing Grogu again and training and seeing Luke. You know that was just amazing, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, can't, I think I think, I think, I think this, they, this, sorry, I should say I think the way they market it was was probably the problem. But I was just reading, I was going to quickly interject. So I was reading on Wikipedia yeah, no. about this, 
And they it says here, blah 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 blah. Okay, it says the production we book of Boba Fett. The production we refer to each episode of the book of Boba Fett as if it was the third season of the Mandalorian. For example, mm. the first episode was referred to as three hundred one rather than one hundred one. So, really, I think it really was the Mandalorian season three, but with a focus on Boba. Um, Okay. Stuff, so. Yeah, I, I I would chime in. I've been meaning to make this post as well. That yeah, it, everyone going on about how all oh, this isn't kind of to what Tony said of you know this is the book of Boba Fett, but we're not seeing Boba Fett. It's not. They did the Mandalorian. They had the Mandalorian story. They introduced and found a way. You know, they brought Boba Fett back, but they realized if we bring Boba Fett back, people are going to have all kinds of questions of where was he, how did he get out, what's he doing, where's a you know where is he, where is he, where is he. Yeah. So they kind of yeah. have this tangent, this this. It's it's the Mandalorian, but there's this book of Boba Fett where we're going to tell you some Boba Fett story so that he's not just magically back and you're not all asking a, a thousand questions. So I really don't think it's um, the Boba Fett show, the Boba Fett series that we kind of were sold, thought it was going to be. I don't know that we were ever told it, but we might have had the expectations that we were going to get all this great Boba Fett stuff. And while we did episodes like this and that other one that was truly all mandalorian he was only in it in name only i really take it as the they had the mandalorian story they were telling the mandalorian story and realized they were going to have a whole lot so a, a whole lot of boba fett so instead of thinking of of the mandalorian taking over the boba fett show on a couple of episodes it's the other way around boba yeah. fett took over yeah. the mandalorian show for a couple of episodes and we had a lot of boba fett and no mandalorian yeah. And we were excited about it. So to call it the Book of Boba Fett kind it's of it's a spinoff. It's yeah, it's a little or it's a bit of a tangent in that in that Bible sort of storytelling aspect of you know it's this book. It has something to do with it, but we're gonna focus over here and not just be one episode and Boba Fett's back and has a slave one. But we're not gonna tell you anything about how any of that happened because we would clamor and clamor and clamor for it, and it provided them an opportunity to provide Star Wars content. So to tell a, a Boba Fett, so I think we could get a Boba Fett show proper that is about Boba Fett that might be a a a pre, um. Uh, previous adventure, you know, the adventures of Boba Fett type of thing that doesn't have to tie in with this timeline at all that is previous stuff where and then we can see a young Boba Fett and a badass Boba Fett and all that, that kind of stuff that doesn't have to be in universe and in this timeline. So I, I, I really think that's where we're going to find out why we got the book of Boba Fett the way we did, that they just they realized they had a lot of Boba Fett content to interject into the Mandalorian. Yeah, and instead of calling it Mandalorian season three and us going, well, geez, where's the Mandalorian? This is all Boba Fett. It's great. Well, and, and, and then where's like, Mando? The, season, so, the season started off and he's trying to take over Jawa's palace. You never see him kill Bib Fortuna in the show until like the fourth episode. They have that little like yeah. it. So I'm like, if somebody's just watching just this show only, they have no idea what's going on because you had to watch Mandalorian. I do wonder that. I, I do. You talk about kid. Ryan was talking about kids and 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 other fans that aren't Uber fans that talk about it on on podcasts like us. Whatever. What somebody's take on the book of Boba Fett would be as just a show. It's just you know the Star Wars thing. This is something new. Let me watch this. Does it entertain? Does it work? Does it capture? Does it make you want to see the next one? Does, does or does it ask a bunch of questions and you just go, oh geez, I got to dive into this whole universe. No thank you, kind of thing. Whatever. I, it, I it's hard to. If you don't watch The Mandalorian, it might be confusing if you only watch Boba Fett because you're like, who's this guy in silver? So, uh, yeah, I, I agree with you where he Boba Fett 
has taken over the Mandalorian for a couple chapters, not the other way around. I think too many yeah. people were looking at it. That's a very good point. I never really thought of it being viewed like that. So yeah, it's definitely a good way to look at it. Now that we're yeah, now that we're done with it and, and looking at it and seeing what they provided, because I mean, literally one episode was all the Mandalorian. This all, so yeah, it it just seems that they had a lot of Boba Fett content to provide and and shoehorned it into the Mandalorian, but called it the Book of Boba Fett, which is fine. We got we we got some great Boba Fett story out of all of it. Uh, Tony, you you, you go. yeah, no, no, that I mean, yeah, that, that's all that's all a, a great point. I'll say you know, it's just it's one of those things. Like I'm not really negative or or very down on this series at all. I, the, what I will say is that this is probably the show or the, you know, of the movies or anything. This is the one that I've really had the most and the best way to say it, because it, it's not really negative, but it's like it's it's just a mixed feeling about the show. And it's just the way the show is. And it's kind of like to what uh, Ron's saying. I get that. You know, like we we made it, you know, the Book of Boba Fett. It's tied into the Mandalorian. But I feel like. I would have felt a little more satisfied with that if they really tied it into the Mandalorian. They should have just alternated one episode Mandalorian, one episode Boba, you know, maybe back and forth. Maybe tie the Mandalorian name into the series more. I think that would have uh, alleviated, because I had certain expectations, I guess. Maybe that was the problem. And and yeah. the thing oh. is that, that I wanted to see, I wanted to see that backstory of Boba Fett, I guess. You know, okay, show, show me, you know, how he got out of the Sarlacc and show me, show me, you know, maybe some of his previous life. Like that I was interested in. Him becoming, taking Jabba's place didn't really, like, I never, I never got the sense like, well, why? You know, like, what does he want, you know? We're showing the book of Boba Fett right now. So in another Mandalorian season or two, we're going to have Boba Fett come over and probably, like Ricky talked about, we'll, take over Mandalore or something yeah. like that. Like, but yeah, that's yeah, going to yeah. have a role in the future. I guess. Mm. Add the couple chapters in now. So in another year or two, like this is a long game that they're playing. Yeah. Like, like as much as as much as people like want to see like oh Boba Fett doing all the like. Would it would that be really formulaic to have the show where he's just okay? Here's a bounty. Let's go get that. Okay, capture it. End the episode. Put a ribbon on it. Next episode. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Right. And Season I think one. What, what happened with that is see, I from what I've kind of heard, you know, behind the scenes, the Mandalorian, as pitched by Favreau, was supposed to be Boba Fett. Like he pitched a Boba Fett show. Mm. And they and then uh, Lucasfilm told him, well, you know, we have ideas. They were working uh, with Josh Trank on on the Boba Fett movie. So so they kind of told him, you know, we can't really do that. So he changed it from Boba Fett into the Mandalorian is what I've heard. Whether it's true or not, I don't know. It does make sense to me. Makes sense. right? Because to me, the the Mandalorian, the show, the Mandalorian, that's kind of like the Boba Fett show I would have wanted to see. You know, just just substitute uh, Mando. I don't know if I'd want to see Boba Fett walking around with the little Yoda. Though. <laughs> 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 going soft, yeah, they're going soft. Although he did happened, go soft. Had it happened, I'm sure we would have loved it. You know, I don't think we would have we would have really have flinched but, because to me, the Mandalorian issue. is more the Bo- the idea I have of Boba Fett than the Boba Fett in the show is. You know, and the Boba Fett in the show is, is a different guy than what I always imagined. Yeah, there would be Boba a number Fett of things, uh, hurdles to jump, because you'd have him returning yeah. it to a Jedi, returning it to Luke, the Mandalore lore. I think having the two but ha- wouldn't, allows wouldn't, for some fun story in terms yeah. of the d- it, Mandalore dogma versus Mandalore chain code and history. The fact is, you know, he doesn't care about it, but he does. 
that it, let me it, say this though let me say this the idea of the book of boba fett as told by boba fett himself is him growing right and him becoming a better person it's his legacy yeah so but wouldn't wouldn't isn't that in a way what mando what din has been going through he started off as just you know kind of like a badass bounty hunter he finds baby yoda grogu and he's grown as a person. He's becoming a better person. He has a purpose. It's basically what Boba wants. And that, to me, you could have had the same thing. You could turn, you could start out with Boba, just, you know, and then at that point, the same oh, yeah. thing. To, to, to your me, point, that, right, been, yeah, Mandalorian was Boba Fett because he was badass, even though we didn't know a thing about yeah, him, just exactly. in story, much like Boba Fett. But then he turned into this big softie that, that's running around. That was the story of growth. And to me, I would have preferred that would have been it felt more than all of a sudden Boba Fett for some reason, which I which I didn't really get in the show. I don't understand. Like you said, uh, Ricky said, you know, they didn't show the him killing a uh, bib until, you know, the fourth episode or whatever. And they still didn't even really explain why he killed Bib Fortuna. Well, I know he, he wanted when he's he wanted talking to take to, over. Uh, no, when he's talking to uh, Chrysanthemum or when Fennec, he's like, I'm tired of like getting some of these jobs and we yeah. just keep getting killed and. We're, we don't even know who we're killing, and you know, but, just, it's the uh, hired hitman. The I, same yeah, no, I got, they use I got for that every, part. Yeah. I got that part, but I mean, I don't know. I just, it just for some reason, and I'll have to go back and watch it. Maybe I missed something, but it just didn't land with me. It didn't make perfect sense. I don't, I don't understand. Uh, Tony, I think the one thing you said that would would have made sense. This probably should have been titled "The Mandalorian: Colon The Book of Boba Fett." Yes, because yes, then it lets us all know that it's a continuation. I mean, we knew it, but we but we didn't kind yeah. of think whatever. But yeah, it should have been The Mandalorian: Colon The Book of Boba Fett, and we have this little little whatever, and then we get season three, The Mandalorian, and it's season three of it that. It it so that would have titled a crawl. Explained, <laughs> that would have that would have worked a, a whole lot better because we and it got, it did it got to expectations. We were like, oh, yeah, Boba it Fett. It's going to be all about Boba Fett. And yeah. no, no. And then no, you expect you expect the Mandalorian to pop yeah, in, or you yeah. know it's really tied into that, or, or it's you know it's tied. You know it's tied. It's it's got it's, a link. It's really yeah. about setting setting, like you said, I think, Ron. Uh, or somebody said about setting things up for when we go back to uh, the Mandalorian. And obviously I think the, the mission for the Mandalorian now is to reclaim Mandalore to, to get that back up and running again, you know, restore the, the glory of, of Mandalore, unite everybody and, 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 and restart, you know, Mandalore. yeah, that's going to be an interesting challenge. Cause when he, when we knew that he had served his purpose, got rid of, Gro not got rid of, but, you know, handed off Grogu or whatever, then he could go back to being a, a badass and, and rule Mandalore, if you will, so yeah. to speak. Now that he's got Grogu in tow the whole time, he's got to, he's, you know, he's got to be in this battle, but always got to watch out for the kid. And, it, you know, it's going to be this mm -hmm. back. I don't know. They have a challenge in front of him. It'd be interesting to see how they, how they, how they want to get, get it. Well, to it us. all makes for good storytelling. Otherwise it'd be a boring show. <laughs> you didn't have yeah. like, Well, but on, uh, yeah. good storytelling, there's, there's some tweaks to that, or there's some concerns with that, especially the next episode or whatever, as to how good the storytelling truly is versus just making content versus because how much of of grogu's return you know luke doing what he did and everything and grogu's return that we're spoiling for the next episode that we need to talk about you know 
is marketing driven marketing driven was that truly the way it was supposed to go all along or did somebody go holy we got a we've got a hit on our hands here or whatever what can we do to make bring this back you know find a way to reincorporate him and get the mando and the kid back together because the the whole decision and the decision making the decision that took place just I don't know if that's if that's but the right kind of sto- know, Star Wars story. They know what's going to happen. They know what's going to happen two touché. years from now. Yep, two years. We yeah. don't. We don't. So, yeah. It's a long, we just ball, don't. long game. It's just uh, pull up and and enjoy the ride, which, which yep. I did. Yep. It was good. It's it was all good Star Wars to me, so it. I didn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can it's, it's you can call good. it the it's Book just, of Ahsoka and have Boba Fett in there for two yeah. minutes. I wouldn't care. It's Star Wars. You know, but anyway, I won't get started on Ahsoka being in there. But anyway, it was it was good. I enjoyed it. Good stuff. Okay, well, we'll hastily move on. Uh, Marie? I thought it was great. I mean, all of the elements coming together. I mean, yeah, as we've discussed, it was kind of uh, an odd deviation from the story of Boba Fett, but I can kind of see how this is more of an ancillary rather than than, uh, to the Mandalorian, rather than Boba Fett in and of himself. Um, So I didn't have a huge problem with it, it, although I would have wanted more Boba Fett, but, you know, it's not something that I'm clamoring for. They they might have something in the pipeline that I have no idea about yet, so I'm not complaining on that score. I'm absolutely loving this uh, this Luke's, even though he's sort of CGI'd, but not to the point of, of Uncanny Valley. I'm loving that they're bringing back, like, a young Luke, um, and so we can kind of get a glimpse of that, where he is kind of prior to um, to taking on Ben and all that disaster that we know is coming when he's still young and kind of hopeful and and um, kind of learning the process of becoming a master along with teaching, you know, learning how to be a teacher kind of thing. I thought that was an interesting aspect of, of that um, that relationship with Grogu because I picked up on, on that when he said something about, like, I'm not really teaching him so much as, like, reminding him of what he already knows, and I was kind of intrigued by that. So I kind of want to see more of that, and I'm hoping we will see a little bit more of something like that in Ahsoka, since uh, they brought her into the mix of, of this whole thing, too. See The tattooing section, I really loved the introduction of Cad Bane. It seemed very, like, Sergio Leone kind of spaghetti western, you know, which this uh, this whole thing has been, like, the, the tattooing sections of it have been very spaghetti western in their um, presentation, like spaghetti western slash uh, Saturday morning monster movie type thing uh, slash, you know, Star Wars, which is great. Like all the stuff I loved about my my childhood, mostly um, most of the stuff that I grew up on. I mean, the spaghetti westerns, not so much, but everything else. All in all, yeah, I loved it. It was great. And a bit of kung fu. Yeah, (laughs) a little bit of kung fu. Yeah, you're right. Okay. You know, the monks, you know. We've got we've got to move on. Get Ron's thought because we've got we've still got we've got about twenty five minutes left, and we still haven't have Ron's been got to the last episode yet. So I've been chiming on chiming in on everything. Um, the um, oh shoot, uh, Ahsoka's saying I don't control the the wants of others, and so so the man is like, well, all right, then I'm gonna go see him. <laughs> I just, <laughs> there's, there's that piece. Um, there was a piece in there, Luke. Uh, I was talking to Grogu about, uh, you know, size matters not. That's how Yoda talked uh, in riddles. Do, do you rem- do you know anybody else that talked that way, you know, where you're from or whatever? Yeah. And he's like, do you want to remember? 
and he does the mind meld thing and he doesn't go back to his home, you know, uh, Grogu's home. He mm. goes back to the Jedi temple. I thought that an interesting, you got to rewatch that in the dialogue, the way Luke's like, you know, that's the way he talks. He's kind of, I don't know, is he fishing to go? Do you know where you're from? Do you remember anyone yeah. else that talks like that here? Let's go back and see what you remember. And what Grogu remembers is the Jedi temple, not his home home. That was he taken as, you know, a, 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 a real, real youngling or whatever that it's interesting that he didn't end up going back home that he went back to that Jedi temple piece or whatever. Um, Ahsoka, uh, I think Tony, Ahsoka and Luke, man, it's eye candy on screen and mm -hmm. it's interesting on screen, but so many questions. I have said this from, from day one when people were speculating about, oh, what if Ahsoka and Luke get together and Ahsoka trains and helps Luke to be Jedi training? That would be awesome. And I, it's like, it, would it? Because if I'm Luke, and I find out about Ahsoka and all the ties that she has to the six degrees of separation that is everything in my life and where I'm ending up. I got a lot of questions for you, young lady. Where the hell were you for the original trilogy <laughs> years? Because we had a lot of stuff going on and could have used your help. There is just having her again. It's the big picture. It's what Ryan says. You know, that we, they know where they're going to end up in a couple years. We don't. So I'm waiting for it. But man, having her in this and having her interact with luke at the time that she was just sort of running interference between luke and the mando that was okay but she's up there like oh so much like your father and uh follow your instincts and everything that's that is a slippery slippery slope of why is it, luke would you, there's just so many questions there that i can't even that is a whole two hour thing well, then, we can then debate maybe she's up. The one that tells him about how the Jedi fell and all that, you know, that he knows later on when he's older. So, so I'm mad at her. Where were you for those times? Because we needed some help. You knew the Emperor was the Emperor. You knew Vader was Vader. You knew a like, lot of stuff. like, here, watch Rebels Season 3. And, and you're <laughs> nowhere to Rebel sound. Season 3, that's where I was. <laughs> you know, you could have you could have helped. Uh, you could have helped a bunch. Um the the Cobb Vanth Cad Vane was just so good. Uh, I, I speculated a little bit of fun, so they did the spaghetti western thing and drew that tension. Um, I, I asked in the asked in the group or whatever how many cuts were in the scene. So oh, when yeah. you see when you see Cad Bane go for his gun to indicate that there's going to be a draw between that first scene and when shots are fired and Cobb Vanth takes it uh, in the shoulder. What's anyone's guesses on? What's everyone's guess for how many cuts? Did I say forty-five? You were like at sixty-eight, Marie. 68. You, you know what I mean? There's there's a bunch of cuts yeah. between these eyes and that gun and that guy and and and, and Deputy Scott and all these cuts, whatever. How many cuts do you think took place in in that in that short little window of time? Twelve. Is that Tony? You have a guess. Brian, do you have a guess? Like two. I do not have a guess. No guess. I have I am no picking up. idea. I'd have to go back and watch it. Thirty-three. Again. Thirty-three. I think I said nine or something. I shot really low. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Ricky had it in the in the post or in the in, uh, put a number up in the post or whatever that was spot on was twenty five. That's how many I got. It, at the end, it gets real real close. But I was doing pause and and slow slow oh. motion or whatever. But yeah, they did a great. You don't realize it's that many between in that short amount of time between when he goes for his gun to when the shots are fired. But they did a great suspense building that is his eyes, his eyes looking over there, looking at the gun, looking at the full screen of everybody back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. And it's interesting who shot first or who drew first. Is that a question? The deputy. Yeah, yeah, Han. the deputy. Han. Deputy. 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 Scott, 
I just Scott love tries to and Cad Ban says, I don't think so. Every time cause... that guy opened his dumb mouth and then like Cap <laughs> Banth would look to the left like, dude, like shut up. <laughs> like yeah. that was like great. So so it's not a fair to to call Cab Cobb Van, you know, I'd like to see another duel between him. Now, yeah. granted, it's an older Cad Bane versus a young Cobb Vanth, whatever. But Deputy Scott got into the mix to draw to then I think Cobb draws in terms of what we see, but but Bane draw, you know, it just he was trying to protect the deputy, that whole kind of thing, whatever. But it's so well done. Anyway, that's what my yeah, whole point at all. So well done. Suspense, the edits, yeah. just great suspense, all that good stuff in, in that episode. That that made it. Now, uh, uh, Cad Bane walking the desert. Where the heck is Freetown? Because it's far away from everything. So like, to where did walk he go? There, he left. He just kept walking. <laughs> and to turn around and walk, yeah, to turn around and walk away. Um, to you know, maybe his ship is you know off in the distance, but. Yeah, it was also very convenient, and it's storytelling. It has to be, but Mando. Everybody walks on Tatooine. Even Mando, Boba, every time, every time he walks oh, into yeah, town, he walks on from the him. palace into. <laughs> you know, nobody flies anywhere or takes a speeder. Everybody just walks. This, everywhere. this, this scene, and again, it's writing. It has to, but Mando flies away, and uh, uh, the marshal is no longer waving goodbye to him. That he turns around and and hears the spurs of of Cad Bane walking into town, kind of thing, whatever. You know, there was there was no time. You watch the scene again. There is no time difference between his ship taking off and Cobb Vance somehow noticing off in the distance, well, a good half mile, a couple clicks out, there's a guy walking to town, and so he tells everybody to get into town. Now, granted, Spaghetti Western, and it's the necessary way of the storytelling, but it's just when you watch it with a, a couple of times, you kind of pick up on that, wow, he just took off, and all of a sudden he looks to the other end. You know, it's a one-street town, so it's really not that hard, but he looks the other way, or here's a breeze, that's what it was. There's like a, a wind chime in the air or whatever that kind of tinkles or something, and it catches, it's like 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 a ship landed on the other end of town that made this thing blow or something. Anyway, it's such a great, great episode of, of Star Wars, um, and obviously the Cab, Cad Bane reveal. Um, I don't think we talked about the end of, of, of the, the episode and the Camtono being left behind and the droid saying, ooh, you left your Camtono, and and the Twi'lek lady going, having a look on her face, realizing what that was about to mean. And yeah, they got That hit. was quite a surprise, yeah. Yeah, that was. Yeah. That was a very, very brief scene. Very, I almost choked on my carrots. Very much a, very much a yeah. surprise. Oh, wow, okay, that just took place. That was like Scarface That's level gangster stuff, right? <laughs> Luke, Luke making it, making him choose. Uh, you know, oh, that was another thing. There was a line in there. Ahsoka is like, well, perhaps he's a Padawan, or Mando says he's a foundling, and she says, well, perhaps he's a Padawan now. And I'm like, well, okay, why not both? Why can't he be a Mandalorian foundling that has now become a Padawan? So, the writing, the storytelling. I hope they fix it in terms of the they know the long game and where they're at because that coupled with Luke going here, you you know. Mando wanted you to have, he could have, you know, your father wanted you to have this lightsaber when you were of age kind of thing to, to Grogu. He didn't have to make it so much a, if you pick this, you choose that life. And if you pick this, you choose this life. That was, that was a little off for what Luke did or what, but bad choice. It's lost. It's why, why does Luke have to be this great Jedi master and trainer? Because he, he doesn't have any training. Ahsoka would be much better at it in the sense of she has so much more formal training and, and teachings of low, of, of some incredible Jedi masters that is Yoda, uh, Obi-Wan and, and working with Anakin or whatever. So yeah, I think it might be a, a precursor to some of the misgivings and dare I say it failings of the much vaulted Luke Skywalker that everyone wants to put him on a pedestal that it it might go to that because right he's lost his first his first student already in terms of 
trying to teach in this way. So yeah. big picture, we need to see more, obviously, of how all that wants to transpire. And I think the droids, the ant droids, oh, I love there was a scene where we saw a rock floating. We're like, you know, Mandalorian's like looking over, going to see some training. And it wasn't a rock floating. It was the droids picking up a rock. But that was, that was a clever, <laughs> clever, clever part of the scene. Where, but I think the ant droids are real world in some fashion or off of real world design. Those legs, those six-legged things uh, moving around, I th- think I've seen somewhere. But great episode. Can't wait to talk about the next one. <laughs> all right speaking of which we will we will accelerate onwards so chapter seven uh sorry episode seven was chapter seven in the name of honor i'm sure there's a you in that honor somewhere uh it's american spanish there's no you in honor <laughs> <laughs> so uh, grugu chooses dejarin's chain mail although we don't know that to start off with and r2d2 flies him into moto's hangar bane and the pikes confront Vet, shand and dejarin outside the remains of the sanctuary where Bane reveals that the Pikes killed Fett's Tuscan tribe <gasps> and framed the biker gang. The other crime families betray Fett and attack his soldiers throughout Mos Asper. Fett and Dejarin send oh, Shay's Major Domo to distract the Pikes, allowing the pair to attack the group, though they are soon outnumbered. Freetown citizens and cyborgs arrive to save the pair. Uh, but the group are overwhelmed again by two shielded Scorpionex droids. Mutter arrives with Grogu and helps Dejarin destroy one of the Scorpionex, while Fett's Rancor destroys the other. Bane scares off the Rancor with fire and defeats Fett in a gun duel, but Fett kills Bane with his gaffy stick. Grogu lures the Rancor to sleep, ending its rampage. In Mos Eisley, Shand kills the Pike boss, um, all the other crime lords and everybody else. As Moss Asper praises Fett, Yujarwin and Grugu fly away in the N1 Starfighter. Later, bum bum bum, Banff is, Cobbfemp, uh, is healing in Fett's Bector tank, Bector tank, as the mod artist prepares cybernetic enhancements. Not sure I like the use of the, of the term cyborg in that, but um, that's Wikipedia for you. We're, we're after speed around. Yeah, they're just mods. I would say just use mods. Why cyborgs? Well, let's go around again quickly. Uh, we have to go around quicker this time around. Ricky. Yeah, no, I like I like everything. And and I watched this back to back with the other one, and like Cad Bane leaves, and then he shows up at the Pike. So it's like it's perfect timing. And then like, but I was really surprised that the um the cantina place got totally destroyed. But watching it the second time, like yeah, he pretty much was like in the center of the room when they blew that up. So I thought that was pretty cool. The Scorpionic droids were pretty cool. I know we were debating if they look like the T eight hundreds. But those are T one. T one. Yeah. T one. Not T one hundred. T one. Yeah. But they look like that. Those things are cool though. They were like giant droidicas. So, and I was like dying for them to just have some droid poppers and roll them underneath from Clone Wars. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, those are threatening as all heck, man. Holy cow. Yeah, those are cool. And then we Can finally we got walk to see shields. Not those ones. Yeah, but no. I was wondering that. Yeah, not those ones. Well, I mean, that that's the only explanation, I guess, is the timeline is such that they've in, improved the tech so that you can't. Mando yeah. with his with his with his armor, I get why I couldn't maybe we couldn't get through the shield or whatever, but I thought we could walk through shield. Oh no, the droids take that back. The droids in in F one walk through the shield that the Gungans put up. So it's, a it's not a metal thing. It's yeah. a shield protecting against laser bolts, but like it is a much different timeline. Right. It's a much different timeline. Shield. So it could be, it could yeah. be improved. That's how well, I it's like Obi-Wan couldn't go through it. the little 
you know, laser gates in episode one either. Like, you know, he would hit it with the lightsaber and he couldn't go. Yeah, through. that was shields. Those were something different. Those wasn't a shield. That wasn't a shield generator that went during as they're running down that corridor. That was whatever the heck that was. Something different, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but from a droid because um, they have shield generators, Master, you know, those things we've seen walked through, I think. Well, maybe not the droid could droid. Maybe I'm so. just thinking of the. Uh, the F1 um, walking through what the Gungans put up, but anyway, uh, the, yeah, no, yes, the, the shield. I think I, I like that they they're bringing stuff back, and that was an unused episode two concept from uh, Doug Chang. So that that's pretty cool. They everything ends up in a Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, there's droids are in some book somewhere that uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, not they, they they definitely didn't look very Star Warsy, but they're in a Star Wars book, so okay, yeah, they're Star Wars. I, I like I like a little. Uh, <laughs> What was what else happened in that one? Oh, all the stuff with the uh, the little touching moment that Din has with uh, Grogu, and she's like, "I like this moment. We gotta, <laughs> you know." And then she's like, "I'm not calling you that." <laughs> what a terrible up. name! What a terrible name! <laughs> yeah. I, the the major domo guy, um, he was funny in this. Episode. I, I'm not wasn't a big fan of him, but I like that Boba uh, kind of put him out there with I that told note. You. <laughs> I see romance there brewing in that romance there coming up, isn't there? Oh, with those two? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> He's like, he will fertilize the earth with or the Tatooine with the gardens of your dead, <laughs> your dead teammates. Yeah, that, I that hope was cool. More of him. I hope he sticks around. He's annoying, but in a good way. Yeah, he grew on me. But yeah, that, that was pretty cool. Yeah, it, just we got to see him ride the Rancor, and then you know they had the duel at the end. And that was my together. question. And what people can remember in the Rancor scene where the the trainer is saying to him about you know he sees you, and then he the Rancor loves you and responds to you. Like, didn't yeah. he say it took a long time to to train to ride a Rancor? Yep, yep, he did. I mean, it can't be more than about a couple of weeks. Kind of. I think he said dedication, that it would take dedication. Oh, I don't know that he said time, but but dedication implies time. Um, I mean, but, were you, but to your point that, yeah, there was, hasn't been a lot of opportunity to dedicate uh, the training aspect of, of learning how to ride a Rancor. But uh, I think along that same lines of the of uh, the nitpicky type of question, Moss Espa and Jabba's Palace are some distance apart. And we've already talked about how uh, Moss Espa is also huge. So Fett walking through town, we kind of assume the sanctuary is in the center of town. So walking through town is one thing. Walking from the palace to the edge of town is one thing. Riding a rancor from the palace to the edge of town to the center of town to where things are. It was just, oh my goodness, there is, there is. Well, he has a jetpack to get there, and I'm assuming the rancor can leap pretty far. I don't know. So again, we don't know the the stallion-like nature of, of what a rancor's gate is in terms of what kind of distance it could cover. We saw a little bit of that with Moochie running around and running some rampage, but yeah. Moss Aspa and Jabba's Palace... I don't know, but but something has me that they are a good distance apart. That the rancor is going to be tired by the time he gets wherever. But maybe, <laughs> well, maybe some stunning, stunning <laughs> visual. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fly him in the back of the slave one to the outskirts of town, or whatever. But yeah, made for some 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 super. Yeah, we get to see a rancor like tear through a city. That was pretty awesome. Yeah. I hope they got some good insurance on those buildings. That's all I could think about was how much, how many buildings have been destroyed by that rancor, <laughs> uh, unintentionally or unintentionally. Just thinking, my it's goodness. just the heroes are saving the city by destroying it, but they save the city and like destroy the Avengers. They love it so much, but they also save it. 
Mm-hmm. Ricky talked about it. The Cad Bane meeting up with the Pikes uh, was kind of near the beginning or whatever, but just him telling him about it. it was interesting. The Pikes tell him, tell Cad yeah. that they killed the Tuscans or whatever. And, and Cad, sort of, yeah. Cad sort of uh, sticks that in the back of his mind. And then, yeah, uses that to get at Fett, to, to, to get his goat, his to throw yeah. him off his game, I guess. I don't know. That was because he purposely asked, does he know that? And he's like, yeah, no, he has no idea. We left we left uh, um, evidence so that he would think it was the Nikto Speeders. And he kind of even smiles, smirks. Otherwise, yeah, you, you definitely notice that he was picking up on that as ammo or using that. And he does later, he does use it to, to sort of throw, I guess that's what it was used for, right? To throw, yeah, cause throw he was going to go charge at him and just shoot him right there, but he would have got, you know, out, yeah, out I think run. he was hoping to goad him into a, a shootout that way, you know, he knew, he knew he could beat him in a shootout and that would avoid all the, the war and all this other stuff. So he's like, if I can just pick him off right here, that'll save a lot of time and I'll get paid quicker. So. Uh, Wookies can take like like I was, oh, all, yes. all kinds that. of uh, laser. <laughs> what, what is? Yeah. What, I, I mean, was he's, I, awesome I, he's wearing armor, and maybe the armor took it. I need to rewatch. It, it did. It, it was My it was hitting goodness. all his armor. I was watching yesterday. I'm like, it totally hit like the center of his chest like a million times, and not yeah. like his skin. I, yeah. I tweeted about that. I put that, and he's down, and he's up, and he's down, and he's up, and he's yeah, down. Yeah. 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 They're very resilient. Yeah, no way. But he did have They do not regrow. We got it. We got a that's a super shooting. Yeah, we got a we got a something calling the that we got a pot. This is the pot calling the kettle black kind of line out of Cad Bane. We've heard that before. I think uh, something made me think we've heard somebody say that sort of line before. I uh, think Mando had said it. Somebody, yeah, and maybe that's where it was. I just it, I I wanted to see if anyone knew if that had been said before because it sounded. I, yeah, I think it was said of, in the Mandalorian. It was it was it, it was along the lines of wouldn't that the pot calling the kettle black, but it was yeah. Star Warsy terms and I don't know. Like, isn't that the slum? I don't. Know, I forget what he said. The quack, the quack <laughs> or something. It was. Yeah, I've seen I think it. It's from Mandalorian. Something slimy. But yeah, the 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 fet, the fennec uh, is at the first duel. But the fennec talking to fet and talking him down, saying you're emotional and all that sort of stuff, and him taking his hand. I don't think it was on the trigger, but he, he puts it on top of the gun, indicating he's not going to do yeah. it or whatever. That yeah. was that was awesome. I don't know. There was something cool about and that's that the, reserved badassness. Well, is that what it is? Okay, yeah, his hand on top of it. Yeah, that was you know it's real like a real world. It's fat and and Cad Bane out in the sun, you know, on your big screen or whatever. Uh, yeah. Made made for made for a fun, like you're fun getting, show. You're getting soft in your old age. You tell. <laughs> Okay. I, I was surprised to learn seeing the two fight side by side, Fett and um, that's how much of a not Mando Uber fan I am, order that their T visors are different. I had yeah. no idea, or whatever. But the, that Fett's T visor, the the up and down part of his T is a little wider than Mando's. Mm-hmm. Didn't, didn't I just not a Mando Merc uh, fanatic or whatever to to ever really notice? Mando that. doesn't have the uh, visor that goes down. The seeing them fight side by side, um, you really <laughs> pointed out how their helmets are different. Oh, and they're flying. But the how do, wait? How, we need to square. How the heck does Man Mando is all about Creed and all this sort of stuff? But he's he's square. He's super deluxe square with the Fett and his helmet off. He's got no issue with him holding it under his on his. You know, it's sitting on his hip, and he's holding it under his arm, and he's talking to him like it's you know not a thing. The well, only thing I can think tribe. of. 
Yeah, but he's like he's mad at Cobb his- Vanth for wearing it. Just just even wearing it. You don't even, you know, give it. I'm going to take it off, peel it off your cold, dead body kind of stuff, whatever. The only thing I can think of is that when he first meets him, Fett shows him that it belongs to his father, that it's part of his family, that he honors the fact that it is his Mando armor he's it allowed is, to yeah. wear or whatever, but that still doesn't necessarily square the whole... And maybe that's going to be the well, first I mean, sort of salvo of how too, Mando is cool with... You just remember, Cobb Vanth is the first person he sees do it. So yeah, it's reaction is crazy, and then he oh, sees both can do it, and he's kind of getting less and less. He's like, okay, maybe, maybe I was wrong. And then he does it himself. So he slowly realizes he still follows it, but you know, he's not now yelling at people. You're not following my religion. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, he's, he's seeing, he's getting a little bit more. He's not, he's not not passing out pamphlets to anybody, you know? Yeah. Getting a little bit more immune to the, it can, can be awful. But there's one scene where he's fett has got it under his, and he always has it perfectly. And it needs to be, it's cool, but he always has it perfectly on his hip under his arm facing facing you facing the camera you know so that you can you can see that menacing t visor that is such a such a great look i think fennec look as well is becoming is growing iconic it's just yeah. her looking through the little slit or whatever is very is a, is a very cool look as well I, I like the part where she was like oh manners that's nice and then she pulls it down yeah. a little bit and then drinks. out of the kids we get <laughs> to see her be master we get to see her be a master assassin i really appreciated that that was a cool cool scene oh, as well i was going to say what what, what my takeaway from the episode when I, when it finished and that scene happened when she assassinated them all, I was thinking, why didn't she do that two days ago? Wouldn't that have just uh, stopped all, half of this? Um, if she just sneaked over there and took all the uh, took everybody out. But um, I think she didn't know, she didn't know where he they wasn't were. there. It was the major domo that told that told uh, that told her where world. they were. Oh yeah. yeah, she didn't know where they. Yeah, but, I mean, I could have. Oh well, I was just saying, could you find that one out quicker? But um, no, yeah, they had just they had just got back from wherever he was at because he was gone. Oh, okay. Plus, everybody, all their soldiers were like distracted fighting. What are the What are the Bosque um, uh, aliens? Transdotions. Transdotions. We're still still freaked out about the Transdotion eyes when they all attack yeah. your Santon or whatever. They're just there's something about their eyes that are weird, man. They're just they're creepy. <laughs> they, they freak me out. They I don't know what was, it any, was anybody else talking about them? Yeah. Was anybody else sad about the Gamorians getting pushed off the cliff? <laughs> oh, they should have bum-rushed that crowd. They're, they're they big Gamorians. Why they don't just just charge those yahoos <laughs> instead good of getting nothing. pushed back and pushed back? Come on. They like, could have yeah, they they easily just... I let out you heard good, before, they're not, they're not good at what no. you do. Yeah. yeah, but we don't have them. You, you know, we don't have... You can obviously find two other ones or find more somewhere. Well, yeah, but those definitely... Not that anybody's ever dead in Star Wars. Sheesh, but yeah, those two kind of... Uh, Kind of bit the board. Cyborg yep. Gamorreans. I think Rick said it. Put, <laughs> yeah. put, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, mod. You can mod. If, them, I, was being, can... Yeah, if I was being pushed towards the, the edge of a cliff by an angry mob, I would at least have one attempt at run at the mob, even though I knew I was going to just get stabbed to death. Anyway, yeah, yeah, you just you, you know, don't rush them. That was certain, but it's either I've got certain death behind me or probable death in front of me. I'll take the probable first and then... Uh, they aren't the smart. They aren't the smartest. We got to remember that. Yeah, yeah. touche, yeah. Yeah, Ryan. Touche. Yeah, that's, that's true. In the drawer. Not, not intellectual giants there, the the, the Gamorians. 
<laughs> I do love putting them. I think Ricky said it, putting the major domo out there reading, reading his here. He's, he's got a thing he wants yeah. to say to you. And, uh, he wants to say to you, uh, pound sand. Oh, wait, really? Yeah. That's what you want to say to him. That's not going to work. Wait, I'm the one that's out here. I don't want to read this. Yeah, that was, I hate the guy as well from a character design, but the oh, growing geez. on oh. me aspect of hating him is, 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 you know, that's what he's designed to do. Yeah, like, then, then there was the other part where he's like, oh, wait, maybe we can just surrender. He's like, how much do you think they'll give us for the Twi'lek? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's good, definitely good one-liners. Good, oh, I, good lo- I, I love a little bit it. out of it. Yeah, I the, the, I mean, we, there wasn't any great surprise because his fans and watching the show, that's why I want to ask the kids and, and your wife, Ryan, or whatever that we all knew the, as soon as you saw the, um, spikes of like a stegosaurus or whatever through the town over over a city building. We knew what it was. It was no surprise to none of us that it was the the rancor, you know, because they they led us into it so well in terms of I want to learn how to ride him. So it wasn't any great surprise. It was just a cool realization, if you will, that all right, here we go, fat riding a rancor. Let's see what this is all about. Yeah. I was. I was a bit meh about it at the time. I've since come to terms with, yeah, okay, it's kind of cool thing to see or whatever. But uh, again, it gets to me. It gets to the man that that castle or the Chavez Palace is so far away. That that thing had a long haul to get there. But it's definitely fun to see have him running around. Why he's trying? Uh, how well he recognizes. So this goes to your point, Ricky, about recognizing or uh, imprinting or whatever. Because Fett. He's obviously not colorblind or has very good vision because Fett and Mando are going to look the same, I would think, to a Rancor. But obviously not because he tried to eat the the Mandalorian. Well, they smell too. So. Oh, you're, yeah, going did pet, you're going with the pet smell? Okay. Did he yeah. eat the trainer? Is that why the trainer was on there? <laughs> <laughs> okay. The trainer was long gone before he had a chance to imprint on him. Any final finale thoughts? Anybody? Anyone? Uh, yeah, I got say, yeah, I got hold that piece. Yeah, I got one. So, do we think Cad Bane is dead or not? No. 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 Yes. Well, who's... I agree. I don't think so. But who's there to pick he's him got, up? He's got Troy, him? It's, it's going to be Total 360. Yeah. It's going to fly in. So, yeah. Well, that's what I wonder. <laughs> who who would be the there? Light, like The little lights were, were uh, uh, sending out a beacon uh, that he needed uh, help. So. Oh, is that what the beeping was? Because there was some beeping that takes place when he's there. There's some noise. Yeah. There's some there's some visual or audio cues there, and that's him sending sending off a, yeah. Uh, and Where? in terms when, of, when, I didn't hear that when when when, when Bane's down and it's just him right at the end. There's some there's some beeping noises. Little chest lights. On. The little chest lights beep and the lights flash. Mm. So and if there's lights flashing, then yeah, that's that's him sending for the Toto droid. But why doesn't Fett or any of Fett's you know friends or whatever go and drag his lifeless body off and and do anything with it? But that's bad well, yeah, And then if he would, nobody ever does. Been that, like, yeah. well, we need to find out what happens. Just happened. step yeah. over him. But mm. how old? Is, you know, granted, we don't know anything about Duros, but you know, how old is he at at, at this point? Because right, he was a Clone War. So, yeah. and how young was he in Clone Wars? He was a badass in Clone Wars. So, I mean, Boba Fett calls him old man. So, <laughs> oh well, yeah, he got the the mm. line that I'm not a kid anymore, kind of thing. So, we well, I saw that I saw that post credit scene with the person, a figure in the back to tank. I thought that was campaign to start off with, and they got close, and they thought, my. God, what the moth's done to him? They've changed his skin color, given him, <laughs> him a beard and hair. My God, Cabane's going to be really angry. And it was like 10 minutes later, this was 10 minutes later, I was thinking, you idiot, Stephen. <laughs> you <laughs> absolute idiot. <laughs> but I, I thought that's what the moths had done to him. 
I thought Chrysanthemum should have been upset because, you know, he promised him a soak in the tub. I mean, he got shot like 50 times. You know, Cobb Vanth took like one hit to the shoulder. No, he did. He was in there. I think he'd already had it. Yeah, he already had it. He already had it. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of would think so too. Or yeah, we don't know the time, but the 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 dialogue definitely was was that wasn't fair. The dialogue of I'm sorry, they what happened to the marshal and they shot him in cold blood or they took him down in cold blood and all that. Yeah, the the dialogue could have been tweaked a little bit better to let that post credit scene thing work as well as it did. But it's fine that he's there and we'll have him. He, he should he should exist. He can easily be modded. If Fennec can be in the desert for as long as we would, um, then you know he can obviously make it and be modded and and be be cool to be coming back. Did we think did we think Boba did we think Cad Bane was going to win? That he had Fett on the ground point blank and everything. Do we think that's how Boba Fett was going to go out? I thought no. somebody else was going to shoot him. I yeah. don't know. I I was like, oh, are they really going to do this? I seriously. I was really thinking, all right, this is, are they really going to, this is how, you know, Fett ends? Boy, that's not going to sit well. Yeah, that then, he, then he gaffy sticks him, and I'm like, all right, well, that was very, very well done, because they got me. They legitimately got me that I wondered okay. about, you know, what was going to happen there. But for him to, the the poetic nature of him taking him out mm-hmm. with the, the, or getting out of that situation with the gaffy stick and uh, removing his gun, whatever he did, flips him, twists him, whatever, and then take him out with the gaffy stick. Yeah, that it's was also that someone someone posted online that uh Cad Bane got killed by a bad cane. <laughs> 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 Which I thought was very good. <laughs> okay, folks. Well, yeah, the design of it all, the the aesthetics of it all, the watching it, uh, some of the yeah. la- blaster bolts and 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 squibs and and that kind of is a little bit like uh, it's a TV show but boy, Moss Espa felt real, the van- Rancor felt real, Cad Bane felt real, yeah, so, 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 so well done, so well done. It ended, it ended with an 18 joke as well, so that was uh, quite Wait, nice. What was, the, what was it? Well, it wasn't a joke, but I mean, a little bit of, a little bit of a uh, bit of humour at the end, you know, ha 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 ha. Like, so, oh, what so, are we going to do now? I'm like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, because the chrysanthemum's got the uh, the apple, the fruit, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, we're going to take all the work in. Oh, no, because I think it's a huge Where's my fruit? Yeah. yeah that, that, should have oh. ended, ended with them all jumping in the air doing a high five. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it back to the 90s that we started with. Um, yeah, the music hits. At the end of this one, I heard him say "Book a book a boba, book a book a." Yeah, just, the, I, the, yeah, they the stopped, theme yeah. Song, I never heard the, never heard the audibleization of it uh, before. No, that was just for that episode because yeah. was it really? Okay, yeah, it was just for that episode. Yeah, I, it was for that episode. That was crazy. I don't remember hearing it before. No, because yeah, I've been. It was just me. I was hoping the, the, that the post-credit scene would be more along the lines of uh, the Book of Boba Fett post-credit scene from Mandalorian. You know, something that teased what was going to be in the next season of Mandalorian. You know, something, I don't know, maybe... Uh, yeah, because you're right. There's something. there's nothing to that scene. There is nothing that makes you go, huh? Other than, okay, so the Manda, or the Marshal is going to be around. Yeah. yeah. Right. There is nothing to, thinking about there's it. Right? No, yeah. No. There's or Tony. There's nothing carrying any weight to what that was or speculation or who was that. We. It's clearly the marshal, right? Yeah. Unless yeah, we're yeah. totally yeah. off. Yeah. No. 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 That, his hair looks pristine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. He's still wearing uh, his, his turtleneck inside. His hair the back. looked yeah. awesome underwater. <laughs> <laughs> Under back to. 
And then to clo- close it out, yeah, Stephen, because I know you want to try to get this wrapped up or whatever, but, yeah. you know, we got all the, the checkboxes were checked, uh, um, yep. Mando and Fett riding together, and we got a, a, a big bad that was kind of Cad Bane and yay, and, and we got Fett riding a Rancor, and then the end scene, we get what we kind of all knew was going to happen when Pelly said, oh, I took the I took the uh, astromech thing out because I know you don't like droids. We got Grogu oh, up yes. in the bubble of the Naboo Spark. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, we got him. We got him up there. Like, tap my daughter's favorite part of the, the whole, class. the whole thing. Let's go, mm-hmm. you know, hit, hit the punch and chewy kind of thing. When, it, I, when it, we saw that N1 Starfighter, I, I thought that's that bubble thing is for Grugo. That's oh, yeah. exactly as what yeah. it was. Yeah, there was yeah, there no was, question about that one. It, it, it didn't hide it, didn't even try, yeah. Mm. He kept that ball on him just so he knew he was going to see him again one day. He's like, I'll give it to him when, when I see him again. That's cool. But it does the whole episode or season one and season two. Amanda was getting Grogu back to you know a foundling back to where you know he was charged with getting it back, and he did. So it's going to be interesting to see how he squares this with the armorer in terms of the wait. What do you got him back for? I told you to your deal was to take him. Well, I did, but uh, he didn't like that school. You know, it just interesting. You know, I'm anxious to see where they go with it. Obviously, um, we could just say it's school holidays. But you want to you want to just speculate on what we're going to see or how excited we are about the end of May, as long as they don't. I don't want to say they screwed up Boba Fett because it is what it is. They they did Boba Fett. Boba Fett fans might not be super happy with what they saw and where he's at and all that whatever. But I just I, boy, I really hope they do a little bit better for Obi Wan. Not that this was bad. The Boba Boba Fett was bad, but they they they. they they have so much more opportunity to screw up Obi-Wan because we know so much about him. Fat, we projected a lot on top of him. But Obi-Wan, yeah. we know a lot about, so they better not screw him up. That's... And I've never been like a big Boba Fett fan. Like I am kind of now because, I mean, I like the show and I like the way he was in it. So I, I'm total team Boba Fett now. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Did anybody, else, did anybody else feel like there was a missed opportunity right now? I was just thinking um, to put in a throwaway line about uh, the whereabouts of Cara Dune. Because I feel like Cara Dune probably should have been part of this battle. You know, like I feel like Mando would have yeah, she was in gone season and two for her like oh, one hour. Right, yeah, why wouldn't he call her yeah. in? Why wouldn't he call her in? You know, an experience. Yeah. Well, Cobb is that role now, so yeah. she's, but, I know, but, but, I mean, but to Tony's we, we point, to, why wasn't the Mando to caller? To put it close to Cara Dune, we know she's not yeah. going to come back anymore. We need, we we need to close that. that story but out. Mando would have her as a resource, right? Why isn't he calling her in? Why isn't he like, calling he in? He, he would have called her before he would have called Cobb Banth, I think. You know. Yeah, Cobb's on planet, so he's easy and has has yeah. And proximity wise, I guess he's closer, but uh, and has uh, the the town folk to help as an army, but still put out the throwaway line like, hey, uh, hey, uh, why don't you call uh, Cara Dune? She's got experience with this. Well, you got to think he could have said, oh well, you know, she's not available. Tony, who would say that though? Who would say who would know? She's with the Republic though. So just like when the X Wing shows up and Pelly was like, oh no, we gotta. I got all my papers, but, you know, off. she was... Yeah, she took the sheriff job, didn't she? So, we left, yeah. well, we didn't know that she accepted it. He, he gave her the badge, but she didn't say she was going to take it. Or no, anything. she was. But, She's the one that helped him get the dude out of the prison. He went there for help with her. Oh, uh, that's the, right, that's right. Yeah, yeah no, Tony, like, who, would, who would even ask him that? Who who in this... I, in well, Boba, because they worked together to uh, get that one guy. Well, I, I know Fennec and, and uh, Cara Dune worked together... 
Well, I mean, they they could have called to get him out of the prison. So Fennec could have very easily said, "Hey, what about Kara?" Yeah, good. I think what about Luke, Kara, and Bo-Katan and everybody? (laughs) Well, Well, they're not going to because you know they have no no real. uh, I'd work with them. Yeah, to uh, to any to either of them. You know what I mean? Uh, maybe well, more to Mando, but not to Boba. There was there was kind of bad blood between them a little bit. But uh, well, I mean, I don't I don't think a criminal like uh, syndicate, you know, team like Boba's and you know trying to take over the be a crime lord would call the feds to help. You know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> call a marshal. Not, right? no. But again, the marshal is on He's planet local. and it's going to yeah. affect him. But I mean, I don't know. I just feel like that was that was an opportunity for them. Just and it would have been just a throwaway lunch. He was not going to come, and it was not going to you know. But I think yeah, it would have seemed shoehorned in. It would have seemed very shoehorned. To, well, to your point, Tony, I haven't seen. It's a great point. I love it, but I haven't seen a, a lot of chatter about. Yeah, where the hell was Kara? Why not call Kara? And maybe because none of us are going to put that out there because we know knows that she's not going to show up. Yeah, so. we know she can't. We know we can't we call know, her because she's I, not going to show up. But to your point, because we know she's not. Yep. Gonna solidify it or otherwise say, oh, we can't call. You know, Fennec saying, what about that Marshall chick? Or, you know, whatever, yeah. whatever. Yeah, you know, and he goes, oh yeah, we she whatever We're happened to her. The seed about that she's not going to be around anymore. You know what I mean? So, Could have very easily. Yep, yep. Well, you never know. Um, they can recast. They can yeah. do other things. And yeah, know. that's true. We don't know what, what the plans are. Okay, folks, gotta run. And uh, yeah, yeah, I gotta go. <laughs> hey, fantastic Senate, y'all. Love love chatting Star Wars. With Good everybody. times. Good times. Yep. Thank you very much, everybody. See you again. Thank you. Cheers. Bye bye. Force be with you.
And it's this is going to be the first Super Bowl I watch in like I don't oh, know freaking. That's, eight years. that's what I, that's what I thought last week. For are they going to throw Kenobi into the uh, the ad break? Uh, Honestly, I don't think so don't think because so. usually they tell you they are. Yeah. You know, yeah. usually release a teaser and then they'll say full trailer on the Super Bowl or full trailer in Good Morning America. Good, yeah, good morning, everyone. I would chime in that I think the Super Bowl this year is on NBC, whereas other mm. football game tie-ins was when it was on Monday Night Football, which is ABC, which is owned by Disney. So it would it, it wouldn't cost them anything to run an ad, so to speak, or do something if they if it was an ABC televised game like Monday Night Football type of mm. thing and tie-ins like that. But being NBC, I think this year it'd be all Jimmy Fallon stuff. <laughs> yeah, I I can't imagine they would need to pay or want to pay that kind of money mm. for Super Bowl buzz. It but would, yeah, it would cost them Super Super Bowl ad money, and they're not yeah. going to do that. Can't imagine that it's worth doing that, although you are going to generate, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi is a name. You would generate a lot of buzz around, uh, you know, around it. But I would be very surprised. I would not put lay money on that bet that we would see anything Kenobi. Yeah. Every time they announce a trailer, they always put a teaser. A couple there might days be a before. generic like Disney Plus commercial. Yeah, I, I'd give you that uh, Disney Plus commercial yeah. that kind of showcases everything. Uh, uh, Star Wars, Marvel, all the stuff that they have on there as a streaming service, perhaps. Mm-hmm. And maybe uh, and coming May 25th, uh, Kenobi. Yeah, uh, but yeah, full on Kenobi trailer. NBC has their whole like uh, their own streaming of Peacock stuff and everything. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. If it was ABC, min- I'd, I'd be all I for it. A lot of minions. Put that money down. Yeah, a lot yeah. of minions. John. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't think so not not but yeah we'll be watching watching the commercials and we'll see what we get yeah good morning everyone sorry i'm late that has your possible question it has not steven um mm. have you got a new eta can you watch them on the old gps um i don't have any uh tracking mechanism in, in place but i do have have tested that the doorbell, in fact, does work although i have headphones on however <laughs> the doggo in the house does react like all dogs are trained to in doggy finishing school when a doorbell rings that <laughs> I should be notified by the dog and it's um, hysterics whenever a doorbell rings. So we'll see if it happens <laughs> while I'm while I'm uh, on the on the call. You but as Ryan pointed out, the, the, the 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. time frame means that it's going to show up at like, you know, 345. <laughs> it's just <laughs> time. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah. Um, so the Kenobi trailer's gonna come on, and then Ron's gonna dance at the door. <laughs> yeah, no. So, so the game doesn't start for me till six, uh, Ricky. It might be uh, three yeah. for you, but yeah, it's late, late for me. I did think we, it's like three. Did we do? Did we say before about some jokes for uh, some sort of Star Wars kind of um, puns at the door when you went get the parcel? Didn't we say for for Ron when when, it, when the delivery <laughs> driver comes? You should do some sort of. Uh, well, I don't think oh. he's gonna know. I don't. I don't think the the delivery person's gonna know what it is. It's just possible. going to be a box. Oh, well, it is possible. Uh, depend, yeah, we'll see what's on the outside of it. I guess. Honicrom. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Say something. Oh yeah, no, we were we were saying that you're gonna put the box right <laughs> next to your cell barge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want to give it away, but okay, possibly. <laughs> it's possible. Oh my God! It's not. You've not. You've not. You've not funded another fundraiser sort of thing are you it's just like full-scale death star (laughs) i don't think they offered the full-scale full full full-scale death star 
Okay, well, there we go. Uh, so, uh, I think here, so, back on, I've got it on recording. Is everybody, uh, everybody settled and uh, all that? Yeah, I think we're good. Ready. I'm ready. I know.